It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner, the finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice. And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. So hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, I can't see it. Yes, you can. It says right there, show segments. Okay. Uh, Thursdays, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. We must rant about some of our favorite TV shows. And it was April Fool's Day yesterday and my birthday. So we're going to review. Then China is not our friends. The Looney Tooney Global Warming Report. And what is the food police up to now? Followed by regulation suck. Mm. All right. Good luck with all that. Uh, I have no idea if we'll make it to the end. <laughs> Why was me muse about our radio show? Never mind. I'll talk TV shows. Well, it's Thursday, so Patriots, hand over hearts, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, so TV shows. We watch lots of them. This would have been a better example if we did combination of episode x all across because it seemed when we're watching the same episode they all have the same theme there was a lot of political uh undertones in these shows that are pretty much conservative shows there's nothing else to watch if you're a conservative uh the musketeers of course i grew up with the three musketeers it's four no, it was three, and then it was four. Okay. You didn't watch it when you were a kid, obviously. It was the three musketeers, and D'Artagnan would be the fourth, except at the time D'Artagnan wasn't a musketeer, but he was still fighting with them. That's why it was only called the three musketeers. See, he wasn't a musketeer. Okay. Well, he is now. Yes, well, he is now, and now they're just the musketeers. It's a good thing, because there's a lot of them. Uh, my musketeer is 33 or something. You wanna... 
Well, anyway, the king and his whole court and the musketeers, they all get taken capture. They get captured by this evil guy. And the thing that I liked about it, again, this show has really good moral messages. Believe it or not, it does. Okay. But what I liked is that it showed, even though these were kings and courtiers and even the women, they literally tried to free themselves three times. I mean, they did. They tried to beat up their captors. I thought what was more important is that the musketeers would just, they'd just yell out their name and everyone would go into action and try to take the guys out closest to them. Remember? Yep. Pour those! All the fight breaks out. <laughs> they, they lost three times. That's what I liked about it. It was realistic. They were outnumbered, and this, outgunned. And uh, this is the French, okay? And plus they had a knife to the king's neck. But what, what gets me is that even in this show, I don't think the, our citizens now would have this kind of courage. I really don't. I mean, I know the millennials would. First of all, <laughs> nobody has that level of communication anymore. So that that goes without saying. Plus, they were an elite group that fight together. So, of course, that's how it would be. Well, no, The I'm regular talking... person, we don't know how to communicate to regular people so that they do exactly what I want them to do without asking questions. Uh, that doesn't usually happen. So even the women in that one were... Aggressive. Aggressive. Yes, they tried to get free. They tried to free themselves. And, and again, they failed. I thought that was great. Oh, well, they're not superhumans, you know. Uh, but they all got away anyway in the end. No, a lot of them died. Because the musketeers came. <laughs> but a lot of them Oh, died. yeah, but the ones we didn't like. They weren't even key to the show. They were visiting from a foreign land. <laughs> they were just there to get killed. That was their whole purpose. And and they and their characters were disgusting. You hated them anyway. You were glad when they got killed. Anyway, the next one is Person of Interest. This really... It really showed states' rights because he was battling um, somebody, the cartels that were trying to overrun illegal medical marijuana uh, facilities. Yeah. But it showed that the banks are not – they even said this in the show, that the banks aren't allowing. Yep. Well, they do that. You see, the left does that in a different way than we do that. They do it like it's a good thing. We do it like it's a bad thing. Well, they did it like it was a bad thing. They did because uh, because they weren't allowed to use the banks and have that protection. They were. They had an off-site storage facility. You know, really, I don't understand what does all that money do for them exactly. If you can't get any banking, the money is worthless. Yeah, but see, it all and it showed they had that off-site banking facility, which was run by a no, criminal no, no. gang. Not a banking. No, so, not again, a bank. offshore off storage, storage facility. But it was run by a gang, a local gang. That was they hired for protection because they had to, right? That Damien guy, he's, yeah, he's yeah, a gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the 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 legal business had to become illegal because of the government. No, they didn't. And she, they should have hired a real security firm. They have the money; it's doing nothing for them. Just hand them a brick. Say, here. Have this now. Well, guard no, it. his his that part of his business he did make legal, but the rest of his dealings aren't. He made that Damien. They said it in the show. He was a legal business. That's why they couldn't arrest him in the end. For that, they couldn't arrest him for that part because he did make it legal. But it's still it's making legal citizens the criminals because of federal laws that we listen and to. And if you don't understand, if you think that's a good thing, we don't need those medical marijuana shops around. Yeah, well, they're doing the sack something to 
gun dealers. Still like it? That's right. They're making it so that banks will not do banking with gun dealers or manufacturers because they're considered a dangerous... They, they put it up there with criminal activity. That's basically how Obama moved guns. And so the insurance companies, too, are, are saying, well, we can't, we can't insure that. Sorry, we're not touching that. So what you have here is the government getting its way of shutting down people and industries it doesn't agree with by abusing their authority. My Lord, ladies and gentlemen, that is the very definition of high crimes. No, it does not mean murder. No, that's not a high crime, actually. That's a common crime. High crimes have to be done by people in power, high up, people higher up. And what do we owe? And this is a great thing to bring in this Menendez stuff that's going on with him. He thought everything that the government was doing was great until the eye of Saruman turned on him. Just like they're going to do with every single one of us. You think all these laws and all these regulations are really great? Yeah, until they get you. Well, see, all this collection, data collection, has been collected nicely for the executive branch in ways that, oh, gee, Nixon could only have dreamed of uh, while salivating. He, so what happens if you go against Obama? He leaks. How do you get rid of Petraeus? He leaks something he already knew. There was... They weren't going to do anything about it until they needed to have leverage. And so they did. And Petraeus would be leveraged, so they let it out, and he was out, and that's that. And there's a few generals. In fact, a lot of generals were actually fired. We only heard some things about, I think, three of them. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand this much power. See, even his own party, if Menendez spoke out against anything about the president... He just leaked that little bit of information about him, right? Now, it's a big scandal. He's all wrapped up in it. Nothing he says matters. Nothing he said before matters. Everyone goes along their merry way, and Obama gets away with it again. Well, it's not really Obama getting away with it. It's his handlers, but uh, he's dumber than a box of rocks, if you haven't figured that out. He was groomed for this position. So was, by the way, Michelle Mama Obama. She she's actually raised in someone else's house in, in Chicago, where they were the head of the progressive movement. So and so she was like treated like a little princess and brought up, and then they then this person introduced Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, and on and on it goes. It, it's it was such it's such a manipulative story. It's unbelievable. Um, it's amazing that. You folks voted for twice. I say you folks because whoever out there is listening who did, uh, I didn't. So I'm sorry. All right. Uh, person of interest. Yeah, marijuana. Uh, marijuana helps a lot of people. And, yes, yeah, some people will sneak in and abuse and uh, abuse their rights. But you know what? People abuse their rights. That's the way things go. Uh, frankly, there's no federal law that is legal that makes drugs illegal. So we can start there. Just like right now, the income tax is unconstitutional because it's not a flat tax, so we don't have to pay it, except for one problem. We let them create the IRS, and they are they have the absolute power over everything in your life. All they have to do is turn their eye towards you, and your life as you know it is over. Now, with criminal minds, this senator's wife got kidnapped, and they were asking him all kinds of questions about, you know, his voting record. 
So they insinuated that because he was against oil companies, fracking, and the NRA, that's why his wife got kidnapped. The evil oil companies or somebody in the well, fracking. Well, they, they listed off all the all the Dutch uh, environment, Nazi people. It was like all these people on the left and then the NRA, oil companies, and fracking, which the oil companies are involved in fracking. Who do you think invented it? Uh, they're not oil companies. They're energy companies. So whether you think natural gas, propane, uh, fracking, oil, solar, wind, they are involved in all of it. So every time you attack big oil, you attack big solar panel. Ha-ha! Pass that one around. Evil NRA. For, no, anyone against the NRA is evil. The only thing evil about the NRA is it capitulates way too much. They're not. They're not. They're not reacting like the Second Amendment is an absolute, and that's what needs to be done, like the Second Amendment Foundation does. Um, no, I don't belong to the Second Amendment Foundation. I can only belong to one, and until the Second Amendment Foundation has a seat as a you know NGO up there at the UN, keeping an eye on what they're trying to do, stealing our guns. I'm going to keep supporting the one that sits up there because we need that protection. We need to know what's going on in the United Nations, and we need to have a voice in the United Nations. Lord knows this administration isn't doing it. So that's why they're the evil NRA. If I had more money, I'd join both. If I had more money, I'd join every gun group there is. But I don't, (laughs) so that's irrelevant. I just like the way all these things are evil, but uh, it's amazing. There's no evil in the world to these people until they start labeling things they don't like evil. Then, then it's evil. But wait, you said there there is no evil. Make up your mind. See, they're progs. They don't have a mind. They don't have to make it up. They just repeat what they're told. Even if the story changes. Anyway. There was a lot of stuff on a lot of shows recently that actually pissed me off. I try and avoid them. I try and ignore them, like having a tick. <laughs> you know, eh. It's every time they say so, eh. <laughs> Facial tick. Uh, all right, so can't even enjoy it. That's supposed to be uh, recreational things, watching TV. You know, we're supposed to be relaxing and enjoying what we're watching. Instead, they got to throw political minutiae at us. True hate speech, true propaganda, uh, while they claim the other is propaganda. Anyway, let's move along to April Fool's Day. Ah! No, oh, and, oh, I forgot, they are evil, because when price of gas came down, they had to stop, they had to shut down production, because they couldn't afford to get it out of the ground anymore. It was, it was too low. So now you know why it's back up again. Because they're going to try and push it up to about $3 a gallon. And they're going to try and do it by manipulating supply. The only good thing is they have infrastructure in place. They go back in a moment's notice. So when I hear Saudi Arabia is deciding to uh, use its spigot to start controlling the Middle East and us, I see an opportunity to say, hey, oil companies, Go and pump as much crap out of the ground as you did as you can, and uh, we'll waive for this round. We'll waive any taxes. 
We just want you to make up what Saudi Arabia left. That we have more oil than Saudi Arabia. We have more natural gas. We are full of all the natural resources, all different kinds that we need. This is not by accident. The United States of America is replete with treasure. All right. So, yesterday was April Fool's Day. It was my birthday. I'm an April Fool's baby. She is. What the heck? And actually, I fooled my parents because I was two weeks early. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of funny. April's Fool's Day, though. That must have been a drag. Every year, you have to deal with April Fool's jokes. That's not much of a birthday. <laughs> All right, so... uh from history.com, although the day, also called All Fools' Day, has been celebrated for several centuries by different cultures, its exact origins remain a mystery. Some historians speculate that a April Fools' Day dates back to 1582, when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar as called for by the Council of Trent in 1563. God, I remember studying all this stuff. People who were slow to get the news or failed to recognize that the start of a new year had moved to January the 1st and continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st became the butt of jokes and hoaxes. These included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as Poussin d'Avril, April Fish said to sympathize, uh, symbolize a young, easily caught fish and a gullible person. Historians have also linked April Fool's Day to ancient festivals such as Hilaria, which was celebrated in Rome at the end of March and involved people dressing up in disguises. That sounds like Halloween. <laughs> there are also speculation that April Fool's Day was tied to the vernal equinox, or first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere, when Mother Nature fooled people by changing unpredictable weather. <gasps> weather? They had weather? Changing weather? Wow, back then they had weather. Did you know they had weather back then? And it, it changed. It's changing here, too. <laughs> it was 60 degrees two days ago. Now it's yeah, thanks snowing. for the global warming. It's uh, freezing and there's snow on the ground again. I just took the battery out of one of my snowmobiles. I'm going to have to go put it back in. That could happen any day in, in March and April and May. All right. Uh, the, where are we now? Unpredictable weather, I say. April Fool's Day spread throughout Britain during the 18th century. I, I think the new the new people that are the April Fool's are the people that buy into global climate change. I think they're the new buffoons. I think we should put a fish on their back. <laughs> Every time they interact with us. <laughs> Just to warn other people, uh, this person is a fool. I don't know. They'll think he's just a Christian or she's a Christian because it's a fish. They don't know what it means, but we know what it means. You can always write on it what it means. <laughs> <laughs> fool. <laughs> All right. 18th century. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, wait, nothing happens in the 18th century, right? No, 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 nothing. You know what was cool about studying European history when I was younger over American history? I had a hard American history teacher. I, I didn't learn crap in that class. I hated it. Um, but European history, I love that. 
just imagine all the events that happened through all the different countries all crunched together in one history. They have a lot more history than we do. And a lot of it was war, which, you know, as a young kid, I thought it was cool. <laughs> let's, let's, I used to play war games. You know. So anyway, um, in Scotland, the tradition became a two-day event, starting with hunting the gawk, in which people were sent on a phony, on phony errands. Gawk, G-O-W-K, is a word for cuckoo bird, a symbol for fool. Uh, so, oh, I, that's right. That's what McCain called us, cuckoo birds. All us Tea Party people there were cuckoo birds. Constitutionalists, that's just crazy talk. Cuckoo birds. Hobbitses. Uh, is this anything like a snipe hunt? I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, and, uh, the, go back to the cuckoo bird and it, it, which is a symbol for a fool and, uh, following by maybe instead of a fish, we should put a cuckoo bird on the back. That should be everybody that voted for Obama. Yeah. The cuckoo bird. Uh, the, absolutely. If they don't realize they are complete fools by now, they are lost causes. So anyway, and followed by tail, eye day which involved pranks played on people's derrieres, such as pinning fake tails or kick-me signs on them. See, we thought we invented that in school. We didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. Oh, wait, except the Republic and the Constitution. But the Republic is gone. It's not here. This isn't the Republic. This may be a Republic, but it's not even. Uh, this has turned into a representative democracy hyphen socialist crony capitalist nightmare in modern times people have gone to great lengths to create elaborate april fool's day hoaxes newspapers radio and tv stations and websites have participated in the april 1st tradition of reporting outrageous fictional claims that have fooled their audiences are they going to talk about the the landing of the martians that they did in the radio show uh invasion of mar by mars no they're not Oh, that was the best one. Everyone thought it was a real thing. He was reporting on the air that we were being invaded by Martians and the sound effects and explosions and everything. It sounded really real. And he's going through all what's happening. Oh, they've go they're going for the Capitol and you know, stuff. And uh, so everyone believed it. There was a widespread panic actually, and uh, it was just a, it was just a hoax. It was just a joke. One of which they were told never to do again because people got hurt. All right. Um, newspapers, radio, TV shows, and websites have participated in April Fool tradition of reporting outrageous fictional claims that have fooled their audiences. In fooled their audiences. In 1957, the BBC reported that Swiss farmers were experiencing a wreckage spaghetti crop, and showed footage of people harvesting noodles from trees. Numerous viewers were fooled. Uh, I recently saw a picture like this on the internet. You'd be surprised how many people uh, asked where they found that spaghetti tree. Wow. In eight, 1985, Sport Illustrated tricked many of its readers when it ran a made-up article about a rookie pitcher named Sid Finch who could throw a ball, a fastball over 168 miles per hour. In 1996, Taco Bell, the fast food restaurant chain, Duke people and it announced it had agreed to purchase Philadelphia's Liberty Bell and intended to rename it the Taco Liberty Bell. 
1998, after Burger King advertised a left-handed Whopper, scores of clueless customers requested the fake sandwich. <laughs> it's not handed if you have... If it, it goes in either hand. You can even eat it upside down if you like. A left-handed Whopper. <laughs> and people, I, I know, great. people buy it. It's just really... Is that any wonder we're in such a shape? I'm sorry. That's unbelievable. (laughs) No, believe me. The the gullibility of some people are to be believed, even though you don't want, he wouldn't believe it now. Just watch the man on the street. They always do it like in New York City or DC, because that's where all the main shows are, the uh, talk shows. Uh, New York City, as you'd figure, would be like the smartest people. Because they have such an attitude. They think they're greater than everybody else. Uh, and they're just walking idiots. I tried to explain that to people. They don't take my word for it. I grew up there. Nobody wants to know anything about politics. Nobody studies the government. No one pays attention. No one watches the news or reads the newspapers. So when you stop on the street and ask who the Secretary of State is, it's no wonder they think it's someone like, I don't know, George Soros. Which might be truer than you might know. Anyway, China is not our friends. From Reuters. China's foreign ministry expressed anger on Thursday after two U.S. fighter jets landed in Taiwan in a rare official contract contact between the militaries. Really, how do you spell militaries if it's not like that? I have no idea. But then again, over copy. in England, they, they do... Uh, yeah, they spell do. things differently. differently. Yeah, like behavior. Oh, you are. The extra. We dropped the U out of a couple of things. Behavior was one of them, and all the yours we dropped the U's from. I don't know why. It makes it hard for me to understand because when the U is there, it kind of it looked like it's supposed to sound, didn't it? Oh, look, more global warming. Oh, it's nice and fluffy. Big, big flakes fat now. flakes. Well, we were going to go to town tomorrow. China's foreign ministry expressed anger on Thursday after two U.S. fighter jets landed in Taiwan. In a rare official contact between the militaries of the United States and the self-ruled Democratic Island. Taiwan's, by the way, Taiwan will end up being part of China. Um, So will all the islands that they've already taken away from Japan. And so will Japan. I I will make that prediction. Right now, he could move on time. Do you think this president would do anything about it? you got to be kidding me. He's giving Iran the candy store to go blow up Israel and us, and that, you expect him to actually, like, enforce something? He's very good at not enforcing stuff, though, isn't he? His whole executive... Powers, oh, I, well, I, I'm supposed to, actually, they're all unconstitutional, but even if you believe the nonsense, the legislative gave them the power to bureaucrats to lord over us. It's nonsensical. They, it, he's not going to, he's not going to do anything we want him to do. Let's just be clear. Anything any rational person would want the President of the United States to do, he is not going to do it. But it's worse than that. Unless you guessed golf. 
the people, his anyone that's underneath him is going to do everything that he tells them to do. No questions asked. Yeah, it's not like that. Those those people in those broadcasts. Did you see Lois Lerner and how she behaved? This is not just him. This is the whole infrastructure of progressivism, socialism, communism. Because well, she knows that the Justice Department wasn't going to do anything to her, and the Congress wasn't going to do anything to stop him. Or the Justice Department. She was just looking for an excuse to do it. Well, and I she had, wanted to do it. She probably came up with the idea. She, um, I asked you last night, what could the Congress do? And you said impeach Holder. You could impeach the whole DOJ. But yeah, you could impeach Holder. And I, I'd fire everybody in the DOJ right now. Everybody. Start, start clean. Sorry. Everybody out. You guys have done too much, too wrong, for too long. Goodbye. We're done. Well, we are, aren't we? Mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Don't let them take the steam out of your engine. Just keep pushing along. No matter what happens, be the little engine that could. All right, so unfortunately for Taiwan, this doesn't look good for them at all. Taiwan's Central News Agency said the two F-18s landed at an Air Force base in southern Taiwan on Wednesday after experiencing mechanical problems. You know what really ticks me off? One of the shows I watched had F-22s. You know, the fighters that uh, Obama canceled that we're not going to build. That was the blacklist. That was a great. That Those are good planes. We needed those planes. We did. We needed an upended stealth fighting tech, uh, platform. But, okay, so well, we got the F-18s now. I, I'm sure we got some old F-16s lying around in mothballs somewhere. I want to dig them out. Oh, well, when you pour, you know, got to do what you got to do. It seems like he doesn't want to spend any money on the military, so it's time to get the stuff out of mothballs, I guess. We're going to turn into Russia. Everything's going to be falling apart. <laughs> this is amazing. It said it was not clear where they came from or where they were going. While the landing was unplanned and occurred exclusively out of mechanical necessity, it reflects well on Taiwan that they permitted pilots in distress to land safely, said U.S. Pentagon spokesman Henry Yetta Levin. Henry Yetta, another woman I got to listen to, really. Uh, were lucky that they allowed pilots in distress to land in their air. They're our ally, for God's sakes. <laughs> better let my F-18s land there. Or if they're going to crash, they're going to crash into the most expensive building you have. <clears throat> Later will become worse. Henrietta Levin. I'm sure Levin's so happy that they dug up a Henrietta Levin. China's well, where's Harf? What is she? I thought she was the Pentagon yakety yak. She's the Barf chick. She's the State Department yakety yak. How come we have so many so spokespeople <laughs> for one government? It's all the same government. What, what, why can't the one spokesperson answer, answer for the whole government? I'm just saying. Why does everybody get their own spokesperson? All that's telling me is it's obvious that nobody knows what's going on up there. Otherwise, they wouldn't need so many people in each branch to explain what's going on over there. Just just a thought. Anyway, we'll come back to more China on the other side. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. Well, uh, I guess we're coming back without our bumper music because my producer failed to load it. And might as well try hitting ad. Try hitting it now. At least could have done this before the commercial break was over, you know. I was afeard. No, you weren't. You just weren't thinking. If it adds it, you're going to feel pretty silly, aren't you? It did. Yeah. You, I knew you could add sounds on the fly. Maybe you should have watched the tutorials. I did. I just forgot. 
I really did watch a tutorial. Oh, well, what good is it to watch a tutorial and forget what it, then you need to watch it again, I'm afraid, until you can remember it. The, the board here at Spreaker is a lot more complicated than what was over on Blog Talk or Talk Shoe. So. Didn't we have one of our old listeners ask us about Spreaker and why we weren't there? Yeah, why we weren't on Blog Talk? Yeah. Yeah, uh, just talk to moving forward for those of you out here, long-term listeners. Follow me around, obviously, remember, moving forward, and especially his his uh, fun, his funny call-ins. Uh, what, what's the one I like? I like the one about the... Uh, what's the, what the one about... Um, they sponge... Sponge a stand. Sponge a We sponge up for you, and you like it. That was great. Oh, great. did the funny voice and everything. Anyway, so uh, poor Henrietta Levin. It seems like only women can be spokespeople in this government, which and I, also heads of departments. I know, I know women talk too much, but uh, some of them seem to be a little airheaded and a little too young to be talking to people the way she does. She's just a little. You got to be kidding me. Do, do you need a a lift to get up to the microphone, little girl? It's amazing, and I tell everybody, don't take it out on them. They're just—they're supposed to say what the people that are above them tell her to say, whether she believes it or not is irrelevant. That goes for every spokesperson. Their job is if he, if the administration wants to lie to the press, then that's their job. And if they were to tell the truth, then that's their job. But that depends on who the president is. Uh, for those that are curious, the chat room's open. I guess, is it a room, really? It's just a chat. It's more like a, an instant messaging thing. So you can interact with us if you wish to. We don't have a phone, but you can tip, you can type into the chat, instant messenger, whatever you want to call it, and uh, we'll get it. Back to China, who I've been talking about for at least 10 years. Probably longer. I, I lost track. China's foreign ministry spokeswoman... Huai Ching Ying told a regular news briefing, we have already made solemn representations to the U.S. side. China demands that the United States strictly abide by the one China policy and cautiously and appropriately handle this incident. The United States is obliged to help Taiwan defend itself under the Taiwan Relations Act of 1979. No act can give that power to the president. I'm sorry. You can't have a Taiwan Relations Act of 19... You have to have a treaty that has to be ratified by the Senate. The legislative acts aren't... <laughs> where in the Constitution say, all right, they're allowed to, to tell Taiwan that we're going to protect them if anybody tries to do anything, especially China. However, they did that without going through the process of actually creating a treaty, which is what's required here. Legislative acts do not have anything to do with foreigners and foreign lands. So how could they pass an act, the Taiwan Relations Act? You have no authority overseas. See what I'm talking about? They just think they could do anything Oh, got to pass law, got to pass law. Senat goes to the rubber band. 
Anyway, I would demand China shut the hell up. If you don't like it, do something about it. Yeah, they're not going to do anything about it. You think they're all big and bad. They're looking for a chance to get involved in in a war with the United States. No, they're not. If they ever wanted to do that, they would have done it already. They're they're still not ahead of us yet. They're getting there. I mean, I don't think they built their first aircraft carrier that wasn't on a submarine hell, which is, it's still an aircraft carrier. It still launches planes, but it's going to be a pretty easy target to knock out. So China knows all this. They're stealing our technology. They're catching up to us militarily. They're starting to make a naval presence into the Pacific. But this is all starting, starting, starting. They're not going to move till they have all their pieces in place. You, <laughs> Chinese chess was, was actually more fun than European chess. They've been at it a long time. In fact, you know, Chinese chess predates Iran's European chess. The only reason they don't get credit with inventing chess is because it's a completely different game. The pieces all different. They all move different. There's some similarities, but not many. And obviously, that's where the Iranians got it from. All right, so anyway, the United States is obliged to help. But we're not, because you can't pass an act about something this like this you must have a treaty like we have with nato when washington served formal severed formal ties with the island to recognize the people's republic of china in beijing u.s weapon sales in recent years to taiwan or indeed any formal contract between the two armed forces have provoked strong condemnation by china but have not caused lasting damage to Beijing's relations with either Washington or Taipei. China views Taiwan as a renegade province and has not ruled out the use of force to bring it under its control. Well, it's not a renegade province. You turned you, you as an empire had to turn your back on the far out settlers like Taiwan and Thailand and all the ones that are of Mongoloid or all came from that region. This was China's empire expanding, and they sent people out to colonize new lands. They sent them to what is known as Japan today. Those were Chinese colonists. But China forgot about them. They busy with internal problems, and they forgot about them for a long time, just like, just like the U.K. forgot about us, and the same thing happened. Japan had their own national identity, their own government. They want no part of it. Hong Kong, same, diff- same thing. They have their own government. They don't want any part of it. Uh, Taiwan, same thing. They, they created their own government, their own society. They no longer wanted to be part of the Chinese empire. Well, it's too late now, China. You had your chance back when, you know, just taking back things that you lost uh, in war was okay. We don't allow people to just invade sovereign nations because 5,000 years ago they were part of the Chinese empire. We don't care what it was 5,000 years ago. Why don't we explain that to them? like they're five-year-olds. We're not China, and we don't care. You're not going to invade any sovereign countries without ending up creating a war. If they know that, and then a war will not be in their best interest, then they will not behave this way. But with this president, just going, whatever, uh, (laughs) everybody's starting to move around the map. Aren't you seeing the pieces starting to move? There was no motion. All of a sudden, all the pieces are in motion. 
Russia's back in motion. China's back in motion. It's our two biggest enemies throughout throughout recent history. Muslims being our first biggest enemy after the British, because we severed our ties with the War of eighteen twelve and all. But these two are they're they're still here. They're still our enemy, and they're stronger than they ever were before. And hell. While I was screaming why, for some reason, my government was given all the technology to the fallen USSR, Russia, to rebuild itself. I'm like, why are you giving it our money and our stuff to rebuild itself, which, by the way, is unconstitutional for good reason, and because it's stupid. And don't you know that you're just going to build them up so they can get strong again, then they're going to turn around and use it against us. That's exactly what happened. I understood the USSR. I understand men like Putin and Cold War, those Cold War types. Uh, Obama is. He hasn't studied squat. Oh, he's a constitutional law professor. Ah, no, he never was. Nor was he a constitutional attorney. He was so not a constitutional attorney that the bar was going to disbar him. So him and his wife turned in their law licenses, which is common practice to do right before you were about to be booted for good reason. Clintons do. All right. Uh, China views Taiwan. I did that. While Taiwan and China have signed a series of landmark trade and economic agreements since 2008, political and military suspicions still run deep, especially in democratic Taiwan, where many fear China's true intentions. China's military modernization has also been accompanied by a more assertive posture in its regional territory disputes. Yes, they're growing in power. Evil is on the rise. They're like the orcs and goblins, China and Russia. This is in, this was also from the BBC, because the last one was too, wasn't it? No, it was from Reuters. Was it from Reuters? Yeah. Oh, it's from that funky place where they talk funny. You know, where they don't know how to speak English. Oh, yeah, England. And again, we're getting our news. <laughs> That's ironic, Alanis. We're getting our news from England. Yes, because all the news that uh, they don't want to report over here, they want to report over in Europe. So that's why we're always over at The Guardian, the BBC, Reuters all the time, because they're talking about stuff that our papers are not. Our news agencies are not. And I'm sorry, us new media have no resources, except for Breitbart. People like me, I don't have any resources. I can't send people out to find stories for me. It's not really my job as a talk show host anyway, but uh, there's already two news agencies, right? There's Next News Network, and there's another one. There's two new Patriot News channels on the Internet, streaming News, and even breaking news. He'll get up in the middle of the night in his pajamas, turn on the microphone, and start telling you what's going on because he doesn't want to take the time to shower or change or anything. So, committed. You can call that committed. Uh, What? You don't see the head of Fox News Channel doing that. Rupert Murdoch. Look him up. See, that's why you left-wing loads just don't get it. Rupert Murdoch is not a conservative right-wing anything. He's a businessman. He saw a, a market that wasn't being fed. 
and he fed it, and he made money. That's how he. That's how you make money. That's what entrepreneurs do. We don't understand that. We try and find a job. They try and find opportunities to make money off their money, or like this. Anyway, China's land reclamation is creating a great wall of sand in the South China Sea. A top U.S. official says, leading to serious questions on its intentions. U.S. Pacific Fleet Commander Admiral Harry Harris made the comments in a speech in Australia on Tuesday night. He said, by pumping sand onto coral reefs and adding concrete, China had created over four square kilometers, 1.5 square miles, of artificial landmass. And they destroyed the coral reef. China was overlapping claims with neighbors in the South China Sea. It has been reclaiming land in contested waters, something it said last year was totally justified as it had sovereignty over the area. And the UN isn't doing a damn thing. The UN is useless waste of time. They're only there to do harm. They're like they're like so called constitutional attorneys. They're not there they're not there for the good stuff. They're not there for goodness. They're there for badness. For the most part. There are exceptions. I, st- I cannot believe they're doing this. They're making artificial land, Brian. Yeah, I know. But the worst thing I'm worried about is they're destroying the the ecology. See, China doesn't care. We could, you could be, we could be the greenest country on the planet. China won't change it. China's going to make money. That's it. We're we're going to go bankrupt, and that's it. So back to China. He said that considering China's pattern of provocation towards smaller climate states. In the South China Sea, the scope of the building raised serious questions about Chinese intentions. Anybody who has bothered to study history of China knows exactly what to expect from China. That's how I knew this was going to happen. Sooner or later, when it's to their advantage, they will take back Taiwan and Japan. And maybe Korea, who knows? Although they don't really like the North Koreans because they're a bunch of starving peasants. Um, So I know what their intentions are. You probably know what their intentions are because it's almost common sense. And uh, But, of course, our we don't know what their true intentions are. Why would they be building land saying they're reclaiming land when they're... So we don't know what they're doing. They're building land and they are reclaiming their land it was in what they said they are reclaiming what is theirs there's that's their intentions and their intentions aren't going to stop in the south china sea it'll just be put off until they're stronger i didn't even and know we're you weaker could, i didn't even know you could do this create land you could do whatever you want if you throw enough resources at it we created reefs by dumping a bunch of tires in the ocean yeah, but that's different than this. They're actually sinking constru- ships too. They're actually constructing. They're constructing land. Well, yeah. Well, if you want to, if you want to actually have something that's permanent, that's what you do. They're building like a seawall, is what they're building at the moment. Uh, until I see the exact diagram of how it's been being built over a period of time, then I'll know what their intentions are. Seawall, or they're just going to, you know, make it land and call it part of China. Because just making it land calling it China is not that big a deal. But if they're building a seawall, that's another story. Sure sounds like they're building a seawall. Coral reefs aren't that big. And 
you know, put cement on top of them all the way up till it comes above the water, even if it's just, I don't know, two feet under the water. Even better, no one will see it. It's called, it's like building the Great Wall of China, ladies and gentlemen. It's, again, history. History teaches us everything we, everything we want to know if we know how to ask it. There's a picture of it. Right well, there. it looks like they're just built. Oh, now I see it. I saw the sand. The sand's circular, but what's that thing right there? Oh, that's a landing strip, isn't it? Yep. That's a plain landing strip. Yep. What's that there? Buildings? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yep, they're just make, they're making an island, basically. So they're not building a seawall. They're building actual more land. Uh, so I guess the only thing you do with sand, though, is have an airport there. But guess what? It's a pretty nice place. Handy location to launch an air attack against Korea, Japan, Taiwan. They do everything purposefully. These people are, you don't understand their culture at all. And they are very, very, very patient. That's right, because they've been around over 5,000 years. Longer than the Muzzies. And they and once they went communist, they stayed communist. They're still in charge. So the party outlives the individual. So it, in their mind, the government and the party think long term. You don't think short term. It's just like playing chess. You got to think like twenty two moves ahead. You can't just react to everything the other person does because you will be guaranteed to lose unless he doesn't know how to play chess. Uh, they know how to play very complicated chess, and they're doing it. And they know. And they just notice how, no matter what we say or do, they just keep moseying along. They're just they're moving their agenda forward, one grain of sand at a time. Exactly what they're doing here, right? <laughs> Good analogy. Anyway, the row over territory in the South China Sea has escalated in recent years, raising regional tensions. The Philippines has filed a complaint with the UN's Permanent Court of Arbitration, but China says it will not engage with the case. See, in other words, we don't care what you say. We're going to do what we want. Exactly. This is what we should do to our courts and our federal government. This is what the states should no, do. No, this is them saying to the UN. That's what we need to do, to the UN. That is a different thing than saying what the states have to do with our national government. It's completely two different things. Either way, just say no. <laughs> to say no to what, Susan? You can't say no to everything, otherwise you're boring. Say no to what? Say no to the UN. Okay, that's a start. Now, go tweet that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you just held in front of me, <laughs> but we got to go to a break. Young Quap and Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Earth Angel Mine, a radon health mine nestled between the pristine mountains of Basin, Montana, was established in 1953. The Earth Angel Health Mine has been the bastion of health for people with chronic diseases, including arthritis, diabetes, gout, fibromyalgia, and much more. Earth Angel Health Mine's accommodations include cabins, generous RV parking with hookups, and tent camping. It is open year-round, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. 
Tours of the mine are available during the day only. Earth Angel Health Mine also offers a community spirit, which includes a weekly tailgate party where guests and locals enjoy each other's company and share their health stories. They also offer tours of surrounding attractions in the Gold West region of Montana. The Earth Angel Mine can be found on the web at www.earthangelmine.com or call 406-225-3516. Reservations are highly recommended. Again, you can contact Earth Angel Health Mine on the web at www.earthangelmine.com or call 406-225-3516. Earth Angel Health Mine. Come for the health, but stay for the hospitality. Because after all, it's all in the mine. Okay, we got a little humor for you here called You Might Be a Liberal Too by Popular Demand. If you think Rosie O'Donnell is intelligent, you might be liberal. If you think Hillary Rotten Clinton is hot, you might be liberal. If you hug trees more often than your spouse, you might be a liberal. If you think Al Gore knows anything about science, you might be liberal. If you think the rich are not taxed enough, you might be a liberal. If you think Bill Clinton did not have sexual relations with that woman, you might be a liberal. If comedian Al Franken's voice turned you on, oh, you might be a liberal. If you think Michael Moore knows anything about being healthy, uh, you might be a liberal. If you like watching The View, you might be liberal. If you have fainted at an Obama rally, you might be liberal. If you get all your news from Jon Stewart, you might be liberal. If you think the federal government is operating within its constitutional limits, you might be liberal. If your favorite family movie is an inconvenient truth, you might be a liberal. If you think John McCain is a true conservative, you might be a liberal. And finally, if you think Maxine Waters, Democrat of California, is not a left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist bastard, uh, you might be a liberal. The Recovery Act and our actions to fix the financial system were decisive in starting to turn the economy around. Growing uh, at a good clip. I'm calling this the recovery, the summer of recovery. The summer of recovery, or I might even call it the summer of projects. Our economy is stronger. That economic heartbeat is growing stronger. All of them have projects that are shovel-ready. Shovel-ready projects. Shovel-ready projects. We are seeing shovels hit the ground. Shovel-ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel-ready as we expected. The next two years, our job now is putting our economy into overdrive. Well, this is Obama's economy. That's fine. Give it to me. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. 
It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Red State Talk Radio. Talk Radio the way the founding fathers would have done it. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. All right, we're in the China Sea, and it's stormy. In Vietnam, anti-Chinese violence broke out last year after China moved a drilling rig into disputed waters of the Paracel Islands. Did you hear about that? Yeah. You heard about Vietnam last year? About Paracel Islands. Disputed waters, yeah. And again, the U.N. didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. Nobody did anything. Nobody. Last year, responding to a BBC report on the land reclamation, China's foreign ministry spokesman, Huai Chengying, said China's operations in the Spratly Islands fell entirely within China's sovereignty and are totally justifiable. They, they have a map that's just like the Palestinians do that show where their lands were and they want it back. You know, they didn't realize that we can't allow that because that, everybody would want their land back. But it was someone else's land before someone else took it. That That's just the way things were in ancient times. So who are we going to give it back to? There was no Communist Party back then. There, there was just the, uh, what do you call them? Mandarin, Szechuan, uh dynasties so there were you know they were basically totalitarian dynasties now it's the communist party it's a little different so if you want to go back i say we reclaim china's sovereignty from the communist party i'm just saying as whether the reclamation was for commercial or military use miss hua replied that it was mainly for purpose of improving the working and living conditions of people stationed on these islands. And nobody asked the question, pray tell, how will building a giant sand dune benefit your people? Why don't they ask the question? They don't care if they benefit their people at the expense of other people, by the way. And, again, they still see Taiwan as theirs and Japan as theirs. And they're not gonna, they're never going to give up trying to get them back. What are we going to do? Nothing. Look what happened to Clinton with uh, Tibet. We should never allow China to go into Tibet and take them over militarily. They wouldn't have even done it if Clinton had told them, gave them the go-ahead. Ticks me off. No, I don't. I don't remember who was president. I just like to beat up on the Clintons every once in a while. I don't remember when was that. When, you know, if my memory's so long, it's kind of hard to remember when that was. 
that China took back Tibet. You remember the big campaign for free Tibet? I think it was, I think that was, I think that was under Carter, but the big, might have been, no, no, it was under Clinton, I think. I'm trying to remember where I was watching it on the news. I've been so many places, it gets difficult. Um, I think it was under Clinton. It doesn't matter which president it was, but that, obviously, but the Clintons love Chinese, and the Chinese love the Clintons, and we all know why. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the Clintons. Now, if we had told them, if you go in there, we're going to have to activate our treaty. It's supposed to be a treaty with them, uh, and we're going to have to protect them. And then NATO's going to be drawn into it. Are you really sure you want to do this, or do you just want to tell your military and your other folks back where you belong? Add it to bet. No more expanding. We no longer live in a time where countries are allowed to expand their boundaries. There's no more. All the place is already taken. There's no free spaces. That means you're taking other people's stuff. And no, we're not going to allow that. Yeah, like Russia? Like Well, like Russia, yeah. But I knew they were never going to give up that port. There's no way. And that's what it really was all about. They totally blew it up into stuff it wasn't. And then that caused it to kind of blow up into what they said it was. But it it wasn't originally. He just wanted to secure the the port. He he felt the government was unstable. He didn't want to lose his military submarine port. Anyway, ask whether um, oh he did we're done with that. What did you say we're done with that? Okay. Moving along. I know she's got to push a button, but we'll do that. She doesn't have a button anyway, she says. You don't have a belly button? All right. So uh, this is Looney Tootie Global Warming Report, which uh, I don't think we have anything for at all, except we got some Bugs Bunny and stuff if you want to play Looney Tunes. And you spelled it wrong again. What, now you're finding new ways to spell it wrong? Anyway, uh, tune, T-O-O-N, as in cartoon. Not as in tune guitar. Which that isn't anyway, it's tiny. Anyway, moving right along to the Daily Caller. A new study out of Germany casts further doubt on the so-called global warming consensus by suggesting the atmosphere may be less sensitive to increases in carbon dioxide emissions than most scientists think. Oh, you think? I know. You only think. There's no absolutes in science. No, there are, but I, the, the way the laws of physics work are absolute. Those are, those are set in motion by God. Anyway, a new study out of Germany cast further doubt in the so-called global warming consensus by suggesting the atmosphere may be less sensitive to increases in carbon dioxide emissions, most scientists think. Okay, now it's most scientists. It's, not, it's only mostly scientists, not totally scientists. A study by scientists at Germany's Max Planck Institute for Meteorology found that man-made aerosols had a much smaller cooling effect on the atmosphere during the 20th century than was previously thought. Why is this big news? 
It means increases in carbon dioxide emissions likely cause less warming than most climate models suggest. What do aerosols have to do with anything? Well, aerosols are created from human activities, like burning coal, driving cars, or from fires. Now, you would think an aerosol can, like me, right? That's what I, When he said aerosols, I was like, aerosol cans. Because we had to change over to a different thing that blows out the stuff from the can, uh, which made it cost more because we were causing a hole in the ozone layer. Turns out, the ozone layer opens and closes on its own. Anyway, uh, the Max Planck study suggests that aerosol... No, no, I didn't finish. I apologize. Uh, Coal-driving cars are from fires. There are also natural aerosols like clouds and fog. Aerosols tend to reflect solar energy back into space, giving them a cooling effect that somewhat offsets warming from increased CO2 emissions. Again, CO2 emissions do not lead global warming, climate warming increase. It follows. As it gets warmer, the oceans get warmer. When the oceans get warmer, they release more soluble gases like carbon dioxide, specifically. Bubbles out through the water up into the atmosphere. And that's why... As the water gets warmer, there's more and more carbon dioxide. But the stupid graph that Gore used was upside down, so uh, it was backwards. He's an idiot. What can I tell you? No, no, no. I There was an interview with the scientist. He, they, he claimed he got the ice core samples from and then explained them, and he got the science from. And when they went to the scientist himself, he said, no, I didn't. These core samples clearly show the opposite. Right, that temperature increases follows carbon dioxide. Now, it'll get above, carbon dioxide will reach a peak right after the oceans reach their peak. And then the oceans will start to cool, and they'll release less carbon dioxide, and slowly the carbon dioxide will come back down again. It's a natural cycle. It's not that difficult to understand at all. It's just that people just confuse you on purpose. Anyway, uh, moving along to the Planck study says that aerosol radiative forcing, aerosol radiative forcing, is less negative and more certain than is commonly believed. In layman's terms, aerosols are offsetting less global warming than was previously thought. And if aerosols weren't causing as much cooling, it must be carbon dioxide must be causing less warming than climate models predict. That's correct, because they're idiots. And a climate model is created by a human being who creates all the parameters in the computer program. Computers don't think for themselves yet. They only do what you tell them to. If this goes in, then this comes out. If this goes in, then this comes out. Like we say as, as old coders, crap in, crap out. In this case, it it applies so well, because <laughs> this is crap. Going forward, we should expect less warming from future greenhouse gas emissions than climate models are projecting, write climate scientists Pat Michaels and Chip Neppenberger. And the Libertarian Cato Institute, adding that this study could be a death blow to global warming hysteria. And 
New World Order socialism, at least in the short run. Hmm. Independent climate researcher Nick Lewis put out a study last year with Georgia's Tech's Dr. Judith Curry that found that the climate's response to a doubling of atmospheric CO2 levels... When did we ever say it doubled, anyway? I never heard that one before. A measurement called climate sensitivity, quote-unquote, was 1.64 degrees Celsius. Lewis revised his findings based on the Max Planck aerosol study and found something astounding. Ooh. Climate sensitivity drops dramatically. Lewis also looked at climate sensitivity estimates given by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. As we informed you, and you can look this up, the, the founder of the IPCC was a New World Order socialist, and he even said, I hope the IPCC brings, brings about one world, New World Order socialism. That's what he wanted, global socialism. Why? He's an idiot, that's why. Uh, just because someone's smart doesn't make him not behave like an idiot. It's amazing how many idiots we have in this country. Well, sometimes they have the brain, but let's put it this way, they don't use it. Lewis revised his findings, so there. And the IPC is often regarded as the world's top authority on global warming. Says who? I'm just, who who voted them in? I'm curious. There was there a vote? I didn't. I didn't get to choose. The IPCC latest assessment put climate sensitivity between 1.5 and 4.5 degrees Celsius. The IPCC says that despite the large uncertainty range, there is a high confidence that aerosols have offset a substantial portion of greenhouse gas global mean forcing. You see, is make the narrative up based on what's going on. Just keep changing your story. Everything is about global climate change. Nope, the only reason the climate model is wrong is we didn't take into account aerosols. Well, now take into account aerosols, but we still still not going to believe you. And again, the big fusion reactor in the sky has a lot more to do with this than anything else. Solar winds, cosmic particles come into play. Well, that has to do with creating rain clouds, which obviously cool the planet. We just had a huge solar flare oh, that yeah. we reported on last week. Big, no, the, the, no, St. Paddy's Day was a St. Paddy's Day solar flare. Which caused some electromechanical trouble. Which was a, was a Category 4. I don't know it, what when it's really bad. Well, those things, what's happened is that might be the peak, but it's much like an earthquake. There's always aftershocks. And in some cases, in these cases, foreshocks building up to it, um, bigger, bigger flares. But it di- it didn't seem to hurt things too much at all. Not like the one in the early 1900s that wiped out the little electric grid we had, which wasn't much. But uh, it should have knocked out our whole grid because we're not protected. I know, and it didn't. I was shocked, too. It tells me it's not as big a deal as they think it is. If that number meant something, like that was a strong one, then we would have felt, I've felt a lot of weak ones during solar activity where it's just active, but not active large. It still causes problems with satellites and TVs and internet. Electromagnetic pulse 
if anyone wants, anyone thinks we're going to be invaded, we're not. So if you're if you're gearing up for an invasion, don't. But be be prepared for the invasion that will come afterwards, because what they're going to do is set off an EM pulse and just knock out all power in the United States. And then they'll come, because there's nothing you can do. We're dark. There's nothing. There's no electricity. There's nothing. There's no internet. No computers. Nothing. Only ham radios that people built a special Faraday cage for. Any any person that builds their own Faraday cage and puts electronics in it. But you have to keep them in there permanently because you can't use them and put them back. You have to build a Faraday room then. Because if you bring them out when it happens, you lose it. And no one's scheduling it. But there could be natural EM pulses, which was caused by this flare, which wasn't a big EM pulse. But they did cause minor disruptions. So it tells me there's more involved here that can happen. And uh, if, yeah, if Russia wants us and China wants us, why destroy everything, the people in it? You can have it all. Just EM pulse it. All of the electronics is dead. All our defenses are down. Piece of cake. Russia and China can carve it up. That should likely happen. And that's when you're going to need all your survival skills, stashes of ammunition and weapons, clothing, food, etc. If our government doesn't destroy us first. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what we're really probably going to need those guns for is to fight off our, our own government. But think how hard that's going to be. We need to come together in large groups because, uh, well, not two large groups, but with numbers of safety, standing up against the national government like by yourself is suicide. So everybody's going to have to stand up. Well, we don't expect the progs to step up. They want what what's going to happen. We don't. We want the constitution back we don't want this government and we sure as heck don't want what the commies want yeah everybody's got a label left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards i could add status i could add collectivist so i can add a whole lot of things but why they all mean the same thing you want to take all our stuff and then take maybe a small portion of it and divvy it out back to the people and rule over us for all eternity. That's what the that's what these people want. Oh, you don't understand. It'll serve so many problems if everybody had the same government. Then there'll be no fighting. Um, that that's a good theory because that's how it worked for these feudal states in England. Global forcing, just such nonsense. Like I said. The trees and and vegetation all thank you greatly for any increase in carbon dioxide because they will use it. Hey, you may live in an asphalt jungle, but I almost live in a jungle. So. But incorporating results from the Max Planck study dramatically reduces the upper bound estimate of climate sensitivity from 4.5 degrees to 1.8 degrees Celsius. To put this into perspective, atmospheric conditions of CO2 currently stand at around 400 parts per million. If this were to double, according to the IPCC's estimates 
temperatures could rise as high as 4.5 degrees Celsius. But incorporate the Max Planck study, and warming would only be as high as 1.8 degrees Celsius, less than half what the IPCC originally predicted. Michaels and Neppenberger say Lewis's findings basically eliminate the possibility of catastrophic climate change. That is, climate change that proceeds at a rate that exceeds our ability to keep up. In other words, shut the hell up. It's just a socialist ruse to redistribute energy, which redistributes power and wealth. Such a result will also necessarily drive down estimates of social cost of carbon, thereby undermining a key argument used by federal agencies to support increasing burdensome regulations which seek to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, writes Michaels and Nappenberger. They don't care about the science. They're not going to stop until someone makes them stop. That's fact. That's just understanding human nature, ladies and gentlemen. Telling you. Again for the Daily Caller. For the second time in two weeks, another global warming skeptic blogger has had his Twitter account suspended. This time, repeating profanity used by a NASA climate scientist. And no, the scientist did not get his account suspended. On April 1st, Twitter locked the account of science blogger Tom Nelson, who runs the blog The Hockey Shtick. Twitter told Nelson to delete a tweet that contained the word, are you ready for it? Crap. I say crap all the time. What a bunch of crap. (laughs) Everybody else. Could say something else. (laughs) Or else. Oh, is he in Twitter gulag? Is there such a thing still? Yes. (laughs) Or else his account would not be unlocked. Nelson then posted the delete tweet screen to his blog, after which Twitter promptly suspended his account as of April the 2nd, Nelson's account was still suspended. Interestingly enough, Nelson was simply repeating a word used by NASA climate scientist Gavin Schmidt, who tweeted at Nelson that graph is crap, as I frequently pointed out. The temperature is hand-drawn. Not even you can take it seriously, surely. Nelson tweeted back on March the 22nd, is the graph crap too? About a week and a half later, Twitter locked his account and the, and, and the suspended it. And the person doesn't check his work. But Gavin Schmidt's account has not been suspended, which has raised the ire of other global warming skeptics and conservative pundits on Twitter. If calling a graph crap is grounds for suspension, why is it climate of Gavin suspended? Nelson asked on his blog. Well, then you questioned him. That was the big mistake. That's how. That's why you got suspended. You can't question them. It's like questioning the Nazis. The Twitter, Facebook people are a bunch of progs. Have you ever gotten suspended from Twitter? Because you're a big Twitter guy. Never yet. And being a bigger Twitter guy helps me. For some reason, the more people you have, the less you come up on on the radar of 
getting kicked because you're doing. There's so many people. If two people complain, they're not going to, you know, kick you off your account just because two people out of seven thousand people had a problem with you. So that they wouldn't be able to justify that. But it's coming because I'm telling you right now, what I do on Twitter is considered hate speech by these people. But that right there, that was that was hate language. You know that? That's hate speech. You know, I'm about to say those people or these people. That's derogatory. No, it means those people over there that I don't want to relate to because I am not part of them because they're idiots. So no matter how many studies come out against the stupid it global doesn't matter. War, it's consensus. Good. Oh, everybody, everybody, all scientists agree. Just heard that most scientists do not agree. Why would they? Every one of them has some idiot telling them what the temperature is going to be tomorrow and whether it's going to rain or not. How accurate are they? So you're going to take them seriously over 100 years? I can't take a 10-day. I don't take 10 days serious. They never get our weather right here. Five days is serious. (laughs) I keep it just – I just look at two days. Today, (laughs) like I can go outside and see how warm and what the weather's doing without hit their health. And then – hopefully an indication of what tomorrow's going to be amazingly how wrong they are even just one day off you know and in the beginning of the winter season i remember reading a report or even hearing it uh, on the radio because we listen to the radio all the time that this winter was going to be the warmest winter on record they said that in the beginning of the they winter. say it every year <laughs> tell that to my sister in new hampshire they, they say it every year and it's a lie <laughs> And as you just saw, even if it was happening, it's going to be no catastrophic cost to it or anything. It's not going to be a big deal. The sea is was never going to rise 10 feet, by the way, or whatever else they claim. A couple feet, maybe. That was even if what they were saying was true was true, which isn't. That's how you know. If part of the science is bad, all of it's bad. And again, uh, where are they getting their data from? Uh, there was a whole thing that went out that pointed out that every place that they put their sensors around the world for checking data, there's a requirement of how you have to do it. It has to be at least three, I think three or four feet off the ground, uh, four feet, I think it was, off the ground and away from any structures, concrete or asphalt, uh, and you know, shading, all that stuff, you know. But when they went to look at the sensors, they were like right up against a brick building. Yeah, there was uh, a couple in the in South America. We just we did a report on that the last time we did the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report because they were getting wrong readings. Well, then there were the ones right next to a dryer vent, for instance. All this is where they're getting their data from. It's it's all bad. It's all inaccurate data. You can't do that because the temperature fluctuation when you start messing concrete buildings and asphalt into it and cars and exhaust and. You know, you know, you, you, you're trying to get the ambient temperature, so you got to take all that out of it. But they didn't bother. They put it where they knew it was going to give too high a reading. Why? Because that would bring the average, the global averages increase. This is why it's the, the global average increase. Wait for it. Wait for it. We had a horrible winter cold, but that's part of the climate warming. But overall, the globe warmed. I'm telling you, I'm waiting for it. No, they did it's that all a already. Bunch of crap, anyway. Actually, I told you that we just didn't do it on the show. There was a report; it was in Live Science. They actually said that all for all the entire whole world warmed this winter. 
I could actually look it up and show on, it to you. They said on average the globe warmed. That's what they use, that phrasing. Because then they could say because it was hot other places that you don't live that you don't understand what's going on. I understand what's going on. Also, anybody talk about the fact that the tilt of the earth, the axis of the earth, it tilted on its axis? Yep, a little we bit. did. A little bit. <laughs> so it only takes a couple degrees to make a big difference in our climate. That's another thing that's, again, this is all cyclical stuff that will naturally happen throughout centuries. And we weren't recording stuff throughout centuries. Although there was scientists recording things like temperatures. We know over in Europe in the middle, in the middle East, ages in the medieval times that it was warmer than it is now and they didn't have any factories how what was it just farts there wasn't <laughs> even that many people flatulence. you notice like with this with this uh type of science and also with our origin man man's origin that science they're all corrupted but medical science in the medical community is actually getting better they're discovering more and more things about us, about the brain. They're discovering more um, holistic uh, cures for things. And whereas science is just going down the tubes. Science is because science got in a relationship with government. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows the government to give anybody money to create science. It's not there. No, no. The, the thing you're thinking of says secure their rights. Buy copyrights, trade, you know, copyrights, patents, tra- patents like those trademarks and patents. That's it. Uh, which we don't do anymore in violation of the Constitution because it's now first filed instead of first invented. And that does not protect the inventor now, does it? No, it doesn't. It's unconstitutional. I don't care what Europe does. It's unconstitutional and illegal here. There was a reason the Founding Fathers did and that. And by the way, <laughs> when we go back to the way it should be, there's going to be a bunch of cases in the new courts that will have to be set up to hear this stuff. And not the nonsense they're hearing now. <laughs> anyway, we'll pause here, and we'll be back on the other side with the food police. This is Young Cooperative Radio. Show you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> Terry O'Brien Show. The Terry O'Brien Show airs live in Vivid Red Light News, Sundays, 4 to 6 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. I think that most liberals are well-intentioned but misguided. They're like children who have the luxury of believing in the political equivalent of the tooth fairy. They need some tough love. They need a big old healthy dose of common sense and information. And when they get it, the smart ones will become conservative. Strap in for the wild ride with America's original conservative warrior princess. Support the uncooperative radio show and earn extra money at the same time. All for only $5 one time. Unleash an unstoppable flood of $5 payments paid instantly to you directly to your account. Visit this website for all the details. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash U-R. And that's all small letters, guys. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash U-R. 
The Auto Cash Robot just launched worldwide. Receive multiple $5 payments over and over and over again, paid instantly and directly to you. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash UR. And again, make sure all lowercase letters in that website address. TheGenesisTeam.com forward slash UR. Go there now. You'll be glad you did. Are payday loans ruining your life? Do you want control over your money again? If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, listen closely. You may be eligible for a program payday loan companies don't want you to know about. A program that may help get aggressive and unfair payday loan companies out of your bank account and get you back on track to financial freedom. Payday loan companies may trap you into paying outrageously high interest rates. And they take way too much of your hard-earned money every week. We understand their tactics and know how to keep them off your back. We'll fight hard to help you regain control of your money. If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, call right now for a free consultation. 877-314-2657. 877-314-2657. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. That took you only three minutes. Amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What is the food police up to now? It's the food police and we're coming your way. The food police and you're running away. It's art. From Fox News. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill are pushing back on proposed dietary guidelines they say wrongly downplay the benefits of lean red meat and advance an environmental agenda rather than promoting healthy choices based on sound nutritional science. Oh no, somebody in in the dietary field that has a brain? That's unusual. Usually somebody, vegetarians, you know, they can't think right without that special amino acid that's only in red meat. 71 House lawmakers 
sent a letter Tuesday to Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack and Health and Human Service Secretary Sylvia Burwell. It's, it's nice to see some one new name I don't know. I mean, it's from previous. Ugh, Tom Vilsack. So, uh, Secretary Sylvia Burwell expressing their disappointment over a recent issued, a report issued by, mm, hold on one second, that's better, a recent report issued by the 2015 Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee. They said, the report exceeded its scope in developing the recommendations. It is difficult, extremely difficult, to reverse or change public policy once enacted without causing consumer confusion, the letter states. And accurate and conflicting dietary guidance messages are detrimental to consumer understanding of the nutrition and ability to build healthy diets. I tried to make that clear when I was in the MOVE program in the VA, that their, their, their plate thing, their diet... It, it's not going to work. And it doesn't work. The USDA and HHS is unconstitutional, and we st- I want to just say no to them. You don't tell me what to friggin' eat. Go to hell. Millsack. Bill. Billsack. Careful. <laughs> and this is what they're counting on, too. All these changes can be undone by the next president. They're counting on it being too difficult to undo. They're counting on it being, well, it's going to be another one of our progs, whether there's an R or a D after the name anyway. It's amazing how you notice Boehner doesn't really fight the agenda of Barack Obama down, does he? Does Mc, Old McDonald, does he? No. So the weeper in Old McDonald is, uh, seems to have keep letting Nancy Pelosi and uh, Harry Jupiter Dog Reed there to run the whole thing. They both want the same things. They've just got different things after their name. They just want to go about it in a different way. But they want the same thing. They're amazed when they do stuff like this. That's why they all get kind of giggly on uh, in the Republican side. Because they can't believe they, they got this past the American people. They're happy. They didn't think they could do it. Especially not that way. They would never do it that way. It has to be slow. So, well. They did. And ever since then, boy, we've been on the... Losing edge of this. Anyway, the USDA and HHS will use DGA Advisory Committee's report to write the final version of the 2015 dietary guidelines expected by the end of the year. Just say no. We don't care what your guidelines are. I'm just curious. Does anybody out there still trust the government enough for them to tell you what to eat? You know, and again, our governors, like you said, to get our states back, our governors are not protecting us as citizens at all. That governor in Indiana walking everything back, all these governors walking back, oh, we got to go with the federal government. No, you don't. The states and the governors have more power than the federal government. You don't have to walk anything back. You don't even have to explain yourself. You can tell them to kiss your backside. That is your power. Actually, what should have been said is, the American people actually do have a right to discriminate all they want. The government's job to tell people who to like and who not to like, who to hang around with and buddy around with and who not to. It's actually in the Constitution, the right of association. 
Right. Freedom of association. And our governor here in Montana ain't all that. He's but you know, we're going to undo the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Yes, we are. You bet. A lot, of, a lot more acts than that. You have, if you're worried about that one, forget it. There's a lot more than that. Oh, that's just going to bring back racism. No, it's not. Obama brought back racism. Racism is here. Right? We're a more racist country now than ever before. So how, how does that fit exactly? And again, saying that if we need to take our states back. I mean, I did not vote for the idiot that's up in our, our governor. and he's a First of all, one size anyway. fits all is nonsense. Second of all, anything that comes out of national government is junk. It's it's gonna it's gonna have a negative impact on the American people, and that's the way it's always been, and that's the way it is. And we had two bills. We actually have four bills that are gun legislation here in Montana. I didn't read the whole email. I got to read it from the NRA. But the main two was going to protect us from the federal government. Now we we voted in the correct legislators in our. Uh, it would just say, please, short story, vetoed by the governor. That, and the governor nice. vetoed both bills. They were going to protect us against the federal government, and he vetoed it. Both of them. Current guidelines push lean meats as a healthy source of protein. The advisory panel, though, has debated whether lean meats should be included at all. The draft recommendations question whether a healthy dietary pattern includes fewer red and processed meats. Processed and red shouldn't be put together, and not all processed meats are bad for you. You're going to go down this trip again? My daughter is still stupid enough to eat margarine. After years of them telling us we had to do this for our health, heart patients that would give butter and replace with margarine, guess what? Margarine is a partially hydrogenated vegetable oil and is the worst thing for your heart, according to them now. So now butter's better than margarine. But now they got whole generations hooked on margarine. They don't like the taste of butter. It tastes like real stuff. We like the artificial stuff. But it's bad for you. Here's another one. Do you remember lard? Do you remember vegetable shortening? Well, they replace lard, which, by the way, stays just as good as vegetable shortening, with vegetable shortening because the lard, being fat, was no good for you. But this doesn't, it's partially hydrogenated vegetable that they didn't understand back then causes, when you manipulate things like that, it causes bad things to happen. So basically, a lot of people have probably died just because the AMA pushed nonsensical dietary just stuff through their through their doctors. I mean, they were completely backwards and wrong. Why Why do you listen to them? So many times they fail and fail, and you go, oh, but we need them. We need them. They're failing. We don't need that. We cook with butter, lard, and bacon fat. Take that, Mama Obama. And, and some extra virgin olive oil. That's gotten too expensive now to be really use that much unless i really need that flavor of that oil i won't i'll use lard which by the way i wish did taste like bacon fat but it doesn't it doesn't taste like pig fat at all because all you know it's been rendered already so that's why it doesn't spoil and you don't have to refrigerate it and it's all natural all natural is always better for you than unnatural always remember that do you have a choice more natural something is the better it'll be for you that it may not seem like makes a lot of sense, but I'll tell you right now that it, God gave us everything on this earth that we need to flourish. All we have to do 
is use it responsibly. Excuse me. So, I don't know, we're not going to talk about sustainability now, right? The advisory committee has discussed sustainability. Right there is Agenda 21, the whole UN Agenda 21, sustainability nonsense. As a diet, good dietary goal, saying in its draft recommendation that there is compatibility and overlap between what is good for health and what is good for the environment. It said that a higher a diet higher in nuts and greens and lower in animal-based foods is more health-promoting and is associated with lesser environmental impact than is the current average U.S. diet. I eat plenty of nuts. Don't like many greens. Take vitamins. Uh, salads. I like salads. Pesto. Herbs. That's very healthy for you. Current guidelines push lean meats as a healthy source of protein. The advisory panel, though, has debated whether lean meats should be included at all. The draft recommendations question whether a healthy dietary pattern includes fewer red and processed meats. The lawmakers behind the letter argue that the guidelines play a critical role for federal national policy development and is the scientific basis for education and outreach. Again, there's no science in government. There is no seems teachers in government either. I'm not asking the same question thousands of school kids in North Dakota and across America will be asking. Where is the beef? Sacrificing science and denying the nat- nutritional benefits of lean red meat to satisfy an extremely environmental agenda is woefully misguided, Representative Kevin Kramer, Rep- Republican North Dakota, said in a written statement. The March 31 letter states, We are disappointed with reports from observers that the approach of the 2015 DGAC suggests studies were either selected or excluded to support predetermined conclusions. More than 100 environmental groups like Green America and the Sierra Club have come out in support of the recommendations. There have been ads purchased in daily newspapers that feature an open letter urging Burwell and Vilsack to adopt the changes. What are you seeing with the dietary guidelines is a rare consensus between the environmental, public health, and nutritional communities. Bull. Race, president of the National Resources Defense Council, another commie left-wing militant piece of crap. Viral Nazi. Blech. I'll tell you how I really feel later. Uh, every every dietary recommendation I've ever seen come out of the government is absolute bunk. A lot of the agricultural things I've seen come out of the government is absolute bunk. All right, ladies, here's just an example. When I first started chickens, I looked up chickens, you know, what kind of, how big a coop, on how much area do they need, blah, 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 blah. And you would believe what the government recommendation is for chickens. One square foot. My chicken's supposed to spend his whole life in a one-foot square cage, exactly. One square foot per chicken, that's too many chickens. That, that will cause disease, even if they're not in cages and they're just free in that area. That's too much too much manure and excrement for the, the land to handle. 
It's not healthy at all. And that's the first thing I did was increase that drastically. Instead, I built them the Taj Mahen. They had plenty of room to even fly and frolic and and be protected. And hopefully we're going to build an aviary. This way they can jump up on things. That was an aviary. Did we have stuff in there for the jump No, but on? that's still an aviary. Right. You don't need stuff. Not It's not a circus. No, they it's love a... jumping on stuff. Oh, they love jumping and perching. Of course we'll be stuff like that. <laughs> I like to do that. Yes, the ladies and gentlemen, chickens can fly. So can turkeys. Well, they can fly up about three feet. Turkeys can fly high. No, not really. They work their way up in the trees. No, I saw a turkey on a big little flock of turkeys with a tom. And I startled them and the tom flew up on that freaking pine tree. I was amazed. I'd be amazed too. I went, what? But chickens, (laughs) as you know, about have to work their way up the limbs, right? Yes. And turkeys are smart. Turkeys are extremely smart, which is why Ben Franklin wanted it to be our symbol instead of the bald eagle. Because, you know, turkey, I think, is also the only is North American native. But I always said the rattlesnake because nobody else has rattlesnakes. The, the type we have here are only indigenous to North America, the diamondback. That's That would have been a great – I, I like the, the, the snake better myself. Not that I like snakes, because I really don't. You hear that, Natural Resources Defense Council? I hate snakes. But I didn't run around killing them either. I'm so sick. A hundred environmental groups. That's just ridiculous. Our our judicial system is so ridiculous that these people have any standing whatsoever. They're idiots. They're a bunch of morons that hate humans and love animals to the point that they would gladly blow themselves up like little jihadists. Yeah, I've met enough of them to know. Yeah, you read all this. Because you ended up with the consensus and you said bull. (laughs) From World Net Daily. Oh, Mama Obama's here. First Lady Mama Michelle Obama who's been under fire for years for her lunch menu mandates at schools, may have found a new home for her foods of choice, an animal farm in New Mexico. Well, here's something smart. How about you people stop sending your kids to government schools? Then the government doesn't get to decide what they eat, or even if they get to eat you know, anything but a bag lunch. When I read one of the paragraphs to you, because usually Brian does a cold show, so he never knows what he's going to get, but I could not resist. So I read him a paragraph from this story. And the first thing that, that him and I said to each other was, we don't understand how you could love your children so much and do this to them. And how have you accepted it's the government's job, meaning mine and my listener's job to pay for your kids meals you pay for your own kids meals i don't care how poor you are. You get plenty of money in food stamps now that's just food stamp there's food stamps there's wick i mean i can go on all mothers get every baby diapers formula they give give away to stuff to poor women so i don't want to hear about the poor women well you know in actuality the poor women have better Food, access to food, vitamins, and doctors, then does somebody that's a regular person. Like me. Right. And, you know, even in, like, our local food bank, like you're talking about getting diapers and stuff, they do in the local food bank. They have them for the babies. Food bank is mostly not uh, 
There's no federal money in there. No, no, it's state, actually. And donations. And donations. And donations. It's actually heavily thing, based on donations. It is. And the other thing about you, you know, parents out there, um, how can you have your kids sitting next to 50-year-old South American brown pieces of crap? Really? There's not a peep. I haven't heard anything in the news. That doesn't mean people aren't peeping. It just means you're not hearing about it. But even even in alternative news, we would hear something. We're no, not. Really? I don't know what alternative news you refer to. Politico? I don't think so. On the Breitbart, internet. Breitbart, maybe. Well, we require on the reporters in the news, we don't have our own reporters. We have to, if they're not talking about it, how are we going to talk about it? That's what I'm saying. What are we going to do, send our reporters out? Well, why? I know. I don't understand why we're not hearing this outcry. You're not hearing it a lot. You don't hear, you only hear what they decide they want you to hear and nothing else. That's the bottom line. It's not so much that they lie to you because, well, they do, but they would consider it. See, it's called a lie of omission. And no, no liar ever likes when you bring that up. And they always deny that that's lying. Purposely withholding something from somebody that you know they want. That's wrong. That's a lie. It's called a lie of omission. There are acts of omission. One is a lie of omission. Don't get me started on sin. I'm an expert on it. The cover, the, the Roman Catholic Church trained me. New Mexico's Galloping Grace Youth Ranch is taking fruit and vegetable cast-offs from schools in the Rio Rancho area in the range of five tons a week. EAG News reported, as a result, pigs, goats, and chickens are happy. Oh, that make that makes them gay. Oh my lord, I cannot believe that. I still can't believe this. I still can't believe you copy stuff like this and wonder why you keep getting code in there. Yep, yeah, but I, uh, you shouldn't uh, have copied it at all. If you're not supposed to copy it, don't. Now, Slow down. so what we're doing is we're paying. For the kids to eat, and they're throwing the stuff out, and now animals are eating it. Well, at least somebody's eating it. Uh, again, this wouldn't happen if the government wasn't feeding your kids. There shouldn't be a cafeteria in any public school. We have to pay for those people. We have to pay for the food. We have to. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Why do we need cafeterias in school? I- I'm sorry. When I grew up, parents were capable of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, and here, before someone says this, you're not entitled to a free education. So don't be crying when you say, but my child has severe allergic allergies to nuts and peanuts. Well, it seems like you should homeschool, you, madam, or send them to a school with a bunch of other people that are all allergic to peanuts. And then so there won't be any peanuts to worry about. But my kid, you ain't telling me what to, my kid's going to eat. And hence, why my kid would never be in public school. This would be—it would be way too much work for me. I'd be there constantly screaming at these people. You were once upon a time when our fifteen was it constantly. <laughs> it was enough though. <laughs> when we had our when we had our fifteen-year-old daughter with us. <laughs> Goats go for lettuce, pigs the grapes. He said, and chicks—they like the dinner rolls. And I, we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. 
horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Jeremiah was my pastor. He was a good friend of mine. I said I never heard a single nasty word he said. And I hope you'd believe that line. I had the audacity of hope that you'd believe that line. Now I'm saying Reverend Wright was wrong. Jeremiah's gone now. He sleeps with the fishes in the deep blue sea. And he didn't speak for me. Uh, what should we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, 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 evil exists. We see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spine. Defeated. Defeated. Let me just say... Uh, Defeated. New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got the shaft. Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new, new jobs plan, I realize there are steps we can take right now to improve people's lives. But I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had any other plan except the... Shut! Damn right. He's the cat who won't slow down when the country's going south. From the Can you dig it? You see, this cat buried is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman. Michelle. Barack! Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal! Shaft, now playing in an economy near you. Damn right. And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The 
right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you. You'll have to pry it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez. We're keeping our guns. Oh, yes. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. All right, what are we doing, Talpolis? Dinner we, rolls. Yeah, we, Chickies like dinner rolls. We, you're, I think you're too far down. Nope, I'm right where I need to be. Okay. We are paying for kids to have food that they throw out and then giving it to farm animals. Now, the food that they're getting, the fruits and vegetables, they're like expensive, right? I mean, because we don't get any vegetables. I mean, no fruits and very little vegetables. It's Because very it's expensive. expensive. It's very expensive. So they're buying the most expensive food for these kids. And they're throwing it out. And the kids are throwing it out. The, and the pigs kids, and the chickens. These are, kids have been spoiled and brainwashed. They're not going to eat what you put in front of them. They're used to demanding what they want, even from their own parents. That cracks me up. If I had a dime for every time I heard, you eat what's put in front of you. Exactly. And like it. That's right. And, you know, it's funny. With In my household, I had a weird kind of thing because my mom was like part Polish, part Italian. My dad was Puerto Rican. So I would have really strange food as, as, as other people would not have, like pig's feet, for example, okay, and kale. Those are the two things I hated the most was pig's feet and kale. Never had pig's feet. Pickled so, pig's feet looks disgusting to me. Well, they, it wasn't pickled. Oh. It was regular pig's feet because my dad would eat all this, this stuff from Puerto Rico. We always had fruits and vegetables in our house because my father was brought up on fruits and vegetables. He yeah, lived on an island. It's great. But it's expensive. You can't but, it grow wasn't, your own. but it wasn't as expensive as back then. No, back then, as a matter of fact, they had you pick farms yep. on Long Island, New York. They did. So. And we also ha- always had a garden. But like when they would serve pe- pig feet and kale, like what you're saying, I couldn't just go, I'm not eating that. So what I would do is take the pig's feet out and just eat the rice. <laughs> and that would, they were okay with that because my other siblings, they loved pig's feet. I don't know why. I just didn't. But I was a very picky eater. But So I would take the stuff out that I didn't like because you were not allowed to throw it away. And you weren't getting anything else. Well, they didn't want to try that with me. I just fed it to the dog. <laughs> That's what they did. I fed it to the dog. Well, like, we're feeding it to farm they, animals They eventually now. figured it out so that they, they made me go... Uh, eat my dinner in the bathroom. Well, that was stupid. I have the toilet to flush. And down with the veggies. 
Uh, certain vegetables I hated. I would not eat. I don't care how long you made me sit there. You better hurry up because I got to get up in the morning for school. And I'll just sit there. You are very stubborn. So is your daughter. Yeah. Well, I had to be because he made me eat th- things that made me actually throw up. Uh, so I, I wasn't really, after that, I wasn't really big on eating any more vegetables that your I Uncle didn't Lou. like. Yes. Well, he Who bring, raised my you? father. Yeah. <laughs> but so now is Levin going to make fun of us for talking about our childhood? What it finally came down to was <laughs> you're not going to get seconds of the other part of the meat if you don't eat your vegetables. And I'd like, oh, well, I guess I won't get seconds. He saved money and I didn't eat vegetables. It worked for me. I <laughs> just got, I was really hungry in the morning for breakfast. That's all. So now we are paying very expensive meals for these kids Thank you, Mama Obama and the government. And farm animals are getting them. Yeah, they got to eat, too. Not our money, though. It's really whatever students don't eat coming off of their trays. So when they get up to the trash cans, they will scrape it into one of our buckets that we pick up on a daily basis. Ranch CEO Max Wade said to KRQE, If you think about it, it's a fresh salad bar every day. Fruits and vegetables, they love it. And the school's letting them do this. Lucky pigs. They're going to throw it away. (laughs) This is unbelievable, Brian. I'm sorry. I just can't wrap my head around this. I can't. I can. It's it's pretty simple. The whole notion of public schools that I can't wrap my head around. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows for a Department of Education or public education or any money flowing from the federal government to the states. You know, and I don't think, you know, Reagan was, I guess, the best for our generation, but he's not all that. He did try to get rid of the Department of Education. To his credit, he really did. He tried, but he failed. I don't think I ever heard him raise that it was unconstitutional and therefore shouldn't exist to begin with. Instead of just saying, well, common sense, common sense is dead. Reagan relied on people having common sense and they don't i just don't understand isn't that part of his branch the department of education he could just executive write it away you would, with his pen yeah you would think so but he wasn't he wasn't an imperial president despite what people would like you to believe no he understood the constitution and uh he understood that he only congress can undo what they do as he understands as the game is being played However, it's a new time. People are, have more information at their fingertips. People are starting to realize that what goes shenanigans up there in the national government, and we haven't been paying attention to that. That's, that's got to stop. That's costing each of you tens of thousands of dollars a year to support other people who don't produce squat. That just weakens the economy by the way anyway so uh we throw out way a ton of food said canton central high school director Ela lma fenlong to the watertown daily times wait you've missed the mandates what you missed all the you missed two, oh the i you missed all of that no i said this dinner rolls the news comes as one New York school district reports about 85% of fruits and vegetables are s- served students as required by Obama's federal mandates end up in the trash. I will let you w- listeners understand. Did I not say that before? I'll just keep repeating it for I you if you like it. I don't understand how they are even allowed to do this. 
What the hell does Mom Obama have to do with the government? Like you said, no, she's just she's a freaking citizen. Ele- she's an elected nothing. She's a citizen. Well, she's actually less. Uh, she's actually a ser- public servant because she's supposed to be in charge of the whining and dining of guests and agitation of guests. And that's why we give them the White House. And we give them a shit. We didn't used to. I think she should cook for herself, but I don't know if that's good for that's good for foreign relations. Well, I'm telling you right now from the Women of the Revolution show that I do on Blog Talk Radio, Deb and I said that the first four, uh, what do you call it, ladies, um, first ladies. Well, the first lady wasn't even called the first lady. Martha Washington was never had that title. The first lady that had that title was Dolly Madison. They didn't call her that because she was just the president's wife. That was it. Right. <laughs> okay. She was just Dolly the Madison wife. was actually filling in. For Jefferson's Ma- for wife, Martha Martha Jefferson. So she was a first Martha lady. Washington. No, it's not Martha Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson's wife's name was Martha. Really? That, yes. I don't know how. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to the women. You're yes, right. I know. No one pays attention to the women. That's I just why think about George show. Washington's wife was named Martha. That could get confusing. Yes, it was, and so was Thomas Jefferson. And Thomas Jefferson's wife died before he became president, and his his daughter. Um, acted as the the president's wife because they didn't call her first lady back then, and Dolly Madison did as well. So Dolly Madison was actually in the White House doing those duties for like sixteen years because <laughs> Jefferson had two terms and Madison had two terms. They would all be rolling in their grave watching this first lady. They didn't do any of this stuff at all, and they had budgets, and it came out of their own pocket. Whatever that had to be done in that White House came out of their own pocket. It was their house. So We treat it like that. It's your house. Do what you want with it. Feed yourself. Don't feed yourself. And again, what you're saying, even in her role, this federal government has more to do with foreign relations than it has to do with us. And that goes for the First Lady. She should have nothing to do with us. Her role, like you're saying, is for her to entertain guests and... To be Ambassadors his, to, in other and, words, to be his wife, and a something that uh, you know, modern women. Oh my God, you wanted to be a wife. Well, what did she do to deserve to be in the White House? She just married, right? She didn't get elected to anything. She has no power other than the fact that she wields the same power Obama does in the same way through other people, and uh, she's. And why, why would we allow her to make policy? She's not allowed to make public policy. That's that's forbidden. She can't make public policy. You know, I, I was we didn't put We didn't put up with this from Hitler when she tried no, to do national no. health care, right? Oh, no, that's not your place. You weren't elected to anything. You're not allowed to make legislation. Oh, yeah, well, well, oh, well, it's a black woman now. God, we can't say that. They'll call us racist. Well, they're going to call you racist anyway. They're going to call you racist constantly because they're projecting. They're racist. Anyway, now this is disgusting. If we cut up 20 pounds of cucumbers, I love cucumbers. It's a pain to grow here because you have to have a heated greenhouse for tomatoes and hot peppers and all the things I like. Uh, darn it, cucumbers. That's a squash, one more of the squash. Um, so anyway, they, they guess that 17 pounds get thrown away. I've watched kids take their cup of vegetables or fruit they've required to take and just throw it away. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And it seems 
you can lead a student to fruits and vegetables, but you can't make them eat. And it's a shame because, really, I have to say that the majority of the kids in the country here, um, in the United States of America, have no idea what real food is. They've all been brought up on processed junk. And the rest of us pay for the... You want to say, oh, we need to invest in our children. That's why you're in public school. Otherwise, they're our future. I know. So why do you want to put them in public school? Government indoctrination centers. They're the future. We don't want it to be indoctrinated. We want it to be free, don't we? It seems like the lefty, proggy, libby think no. Public Citizen sent a letter to the drug promotion overseer. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I moved along without saying anything. Uh, regulations suck. It's a new segment, but it's actually a revised segment. From foxbusiness.com. Actually, while you're coming in, good time to tell you about one thing, listeners out there. If you want to listen to redstatetalkradio.com and you don't have the bandwidth and you have a cell phone with free long distance, this is redstatetalkradio.com's 24-7 listener line. You can't talk to us, but you can listen to us, okay? You want to talk to us in the chat room, chat, whatever. <clears throat> All right, so 605-562-4209. That's 605-562-4209. It's free. Enjoy. Also, you can listen to us on iTunes, on iHeart. We're live on the Spreaker.com. Uh then, of course, you can listen and download all the recordings for free at uncooperativeradio.com. But to listen to us live, you go, you can also go to uncooperativeradio.com because it will take you right to our speakers, speaker channel. Okay? And, again, it's set. You can download them for free. You can listen to them for free. You can listen to them on iHeart. In fact, most of my listens are on iHeart, not downloads or live. Well, there are some live. So you can obviously find us around everywhere. Now, it's time for Regulation Suck! From FoxBusiness.com. Public citizens sent a letter to the drug promotion overseer at the Food and Drug Administration urging it to pull ads for the five type 2 diabetes drugs because it claims the ads promote benefits that have not been approved by the agency. The watchdog group is also asking the FDA to fine the drug companies for violating rules governing off-label marketing, a move it says the agency has never made. The drugs it cites are Farxiga, made by AstraZeneca and Bristol-Myers Squibb, Jardiance, manufactured by Boehringer Ingelheim, Invocana, made by Janssen Pharmaceuticals. Victoza, made by Novo Nordic Disc. And Bidurian, manufactured by Amelin. That's a whole lot of stuff most people don't need to know. But, public citizen letter was sent to the FDA's Office of Prescription Drug Promotion, 
It says in its letter that the deliberate placement of the weight loss claims in such close proximity to the drugs approved indications serves to reinforce the impression that these side effects are legitimate. Public Citizen adds that blood pressure reduction is touted as a potential benefit. An essential egregious benefit claim as hypotension is listed as an adverse effect in the medication's labels. But not if you want to use it for hypertension, it doesn't. That's how they use drugs. They don't always use them how they classify. They use them later on in how they, how they behave. For instance, drug for my ankylosing spondylitis, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, blah, blah, uh, my rheumatological disease, Lyrica. It wasn't created for fibromyalgia, ankylosing spondylitis, and again, this is how it normally is. They found that something they were using for a seizure drug, like uh, gabapentin, for instance, had an incredible effect on those. my problem, and it did on me as well. It's just I had to take so many pills. It was ridiculous. I, I should have just ate the powder. It would have been easier. Uh, so now on Lyrica, I only have to take two pills a day, but it's it's not as good. But also, like I said, you find things out by how you use them. Uh, just because you... The, point was to treat this what if it could be used to treat other things and they find they're finding out a lot rheumatological disorders that's how they're trying out new things Um, i don't know how long that's going to go on because the more down this road abominus has taken us the less we're going to have access to anything new so anyway uh he Public Citizen says, in fact, low blood pressure is a major side effect. Yeah, if you had light, regular to begin with. For two drugs, Farxica and Inovanica, in, Invocana, sorry, adding in a statement other side effects of the five drugs, including urinary tract infections, yeast infections, Farxica, Jardians, and Invocana, bladder cancer, Farxica, pancreatitis, thyroid cell tumors, Victoza and Bidurion, and kidney failure, all five drugs. Yes, but at what percentage? Right. It's always that if it's 0.005%, it, it's negligible. If it's 0.01%, it's negligible. Uh, you know, you only care about major side effects when you're talking about 50% or higher. Well, again, and the way our system is set up is that private citizens go running to the friggin' government for this. This is what really, this really chafed me because it's, we want to get rid of the damn FDA. We want to get rid of this friggin'. Yeah, well, Public Citizen is a left-wing public advocacy group. So what they're trying to do here is make a side effect that you can't say that a, a negative side effect under one condition isn't a negative side effect under another which is a nonsense. If a bad side effect for that regular person is low blood pressure, well, for someone high blood pressure, especially very high blood pressure, that would be why you would prescribe the drug. Because of a, it's no longer considered a side effect if you prescribe it that way. Now it's considered, you know, the reason for the prescription. I'm going to bog you down with a bunch of legal uh, medical jargon. 
But the problem is, all drugs have potential for side effects. And if you pay attention to the percentages, they're always very, very low. It, it means most people are not going to experience this, but some people may. Keep an eye out for it. But if one of them is hypotension and you're hyper, hypertensive, well, that might bring you back to regular tensive. What do you think? Dr. Sammy Amashat, researcher with Public Citizens Health Research Group, said in a statement, the FDA is clearly asleep at the wheel in regulating the marketing of often dangerous pharmaceuticals to the public, the doctor adds, when companies can engage in such off-label promotion with no consequences, it virtually guarantees that such marketing to patients and physicians alike will continue unabated. As it should, because if people are suffering and they need to try the drug for that, they should be able to try the drug for that. Without, obviously, this doctor is a commie and he wants, he loves the Obamacare stuff. Good, you'll be one of the few left around. And by the way, it means he's a crappy doctor. Only crappy doctors want the government involved in medicine. Ones that can't compete. To get the drug manufacturers to pull their ads, Public Citizen says the FDA must issue warning letters to them. But it notes that the agency's issuance of such letters has fallen sharply in recent years from an average of 111 such letters sent per year from 1997 to 2001 to just 29 per year from 2010 to 2014. And may I say, the whole thing is unconstitutional. And again, fear of liberty. This is exactly fear of liberty. Stopping these people. People are suffering and dying because of the FDA. Yes, exactly. And that's never addressed. Let's focus on that. It's unconstitutional anyway, so how about we get rid of it? Oh, there'll be no agency. Well, I don't know. It could be. It depends on what you want in your state. You may want no government intervention in the market, in which case the marketplace decides. Believe me, when pharmaceuticals have to deal with a free market, which they don't have to deal with right now, their prices are going to have to come down. But they won't have to comply with the FDA. That should make it easier. Again, a fear Look, of liberty. If some they put out a drug and a bunch of people get sick and die from it, who do you think is going to pay for that? They're going to pay through the nose because they have deep pockets. And it's going to hurt their business. No one's going to want to take that medication again and might not trust any medication from that company again, putting them out of business. That's how the market's supposed to work. FDA stands between us and them and gets in the way of us firing them. See? By not buying stuff from them, we fire them. That leaves a hole in the market for someone else to move into that will act more responsibly unless he wants to be out of business too. Everyone says it's like self-policing. It's not. The customer polices the businesses. They decide if they do a good job or not. They give word of mouth, good or bad. They are the economy. We are the economy. You notice they have no problems, um, all these lefties, banning uh, states when they don't act the way they want them to, like w with Indiana. They'll do – ends justify the means completely. The, these people have no moral character whatsoever on the left. They, they don't care about right and wrong at all. It's the ends justify the means. Always has been. Long before anybody discovered Solinsky's book, they were already like that. I complained about it from the beginning. It's just – constant like it doesn't matter what the rule of law is doesn't matter what that negative outcome is all that matters is that they get 
their way. It's just they don't care about the consequences, and therefore they're irrelevant. So moreover, it says the FDA has never fined a pharmaceutical company for unlawfully misleading drug ads, despite having the authority to do so since the 2007 Food and Drug Administration Amendments Act. Again, acts cannot give power, especially power they don't have, to anybody, any bureaucracy. It requires an amendment to the Constitution. I love the way they put the word amendments in there, but it's it's an act. The Administration Amendments Act. That means Congress passed a law not pursuant to the Constitution. There's nothing in there about controlling food, drugs, guns, ammo, education, energy, health. I I could just keep going on. Because everything that thing does up there is unconstitutional. And even the income tax, because it doesn't comply with the Constitution, which requires a flat tax. Having a progressive tax means it's not it's not a law because that's not pursuant to the 16th Amendment. It did not. They goofed. Yes, they did. They did not suspend equal protection under the law. Therefore, the only legal income tax is a flat tax. So they should hurry up and figure out how much that flat tax is going to be before more and more states keep coming alive and we stop filing our income tax because the form they're sending us to use is unconstitutional because it has progressive treatment of citizens. We're not all treated equally. Some have to pay 90%. Not now, but I'm just saying off the way. Once upon a time, JFK before JFK, 90% rich people paid. Poor people pay nothing. We know that. And then the rest is uh, sprawled between uh, the rest of us from work workers to to people that are small businesses, you know, that's where most of the bulk of of the economy is coming from. And yet an astronomical amount of money is paid by uh, the top 20%, I believe, pays 50% of all taxes. It's amazing that you're bringing this up because that's what the next article is about, April 15th, which is coming up in a little bit. Mm. I love to no end doing my taxes, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know who thought of this idea. Oh, yeah, Tommy DeConnell, Woodrow Wilson, and his progressives. Another way to ruin the power of the individual people in the states is to take not only the senators away, but also the people themselves. Think about it. But anyway. Well, what? Okay, we'll, what? We'll go into this, and then we're going to go. I'm going to ask you what amendment created this monstrosity. The FDA? No, 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 no not amendment. The, not the FDA. The next article. The IRS? Yeah. Nothing. It's made in pursuant of Amendment 16. Okay, I'm going to get that out there. This is from Fox News. With April 15th fast approaching, what if you don't have the cash to pay your taxes? Should you consider delaying payment? Or not filing taxes at all? The short answer is no, especially when it comes to failing to file your taxes on time. The IRS applies penalties for both failure to file and failure to pay. But failure to file penalties are much greater. That penalty is 5% of your unpaid taxes per month or any part of a month that the return is late, up to 25% of your total taxes owed. There is a minimum penalty of $135 or the balance of your tax bill, whichever is smaller. 
On top of that, you will owe interest on the unpaid taxes applied from the day after the payment due date, typically April 16th, to the date of payment. The interest rate varies with time, but in 2013 and the first quarter of 2014, it has been a constant 3%. Oh, really? Where's my 3% of the money you took out of my paycheck for the whole year to pay these taxes? Where's my 3%? You know what else? When I'm reading this amendment, I cannot believe that just reading this amendment is offensive to me. I'm just saying, when you get a refund, that's that's a year old. That's money over a cost, over the course of the year, but the beginning starts at April 16th. So they're not giving you any interest when they owe you money. Do they do they give you three percent interest? I'm sorry if they're going to charge me three percent interest for paying late, even though it isn't in constitutional law and doesn't exist. Uh, if they're going to do this, then I should I should be able to get interest and penalties. If my employer takes too much money out of my out of my paycheck, if it's because of compliance with federal law, that would be squarely on the feds. But this is nonsense. And then oh, penalties? How about we apply penalties? Who works for whom? You work for me, jackass. You pay me interest and penalties. I don't pay you interest and penalties. You're a bureaucrat. Shut up and go sharpen a pencil. The failure to pay penalty is much smaller at at half percent per month and may be reduced even further by... And they they hit me with this once, too, because forever I was playing with my... Uh, with how much my withdrawals were so that I, I wouldn't be paying them in advance. And then I'd just have a small payment at the end of the year and be done with it. Well, one year they decided they were going to enforce their own rules, I guess, and uh, they charged me because I didn't pay. I didn't pay up front. Not that I didn't pay, because I did. Whatever was owed, I paid them. I sent them a check. That wasn't good enough. No, that's late payment because it should have been taken out of your account to begin with, which of course isn't even your responsibility. It's your employer's. So how can they hold us accountable for what our employer does or doesn't do? But they do. This is the whole system is just ridiculous. The government telling employers how to run their business, how to play their employees, uh, how many bathrooms to have. I don't know what kind of brooms to use, whatever. Well, this is, well I, two things. First of all, this is why we say to take our states back because the states are just as bad. They're putting all these regulations They're on their own people. They're mini and the local governments ditto. And in some cases, the local com- governance are worse. Exactly. And this amendment... Okay, just ladies and gentlemen, listen to the wording of this. This is really offensive to me. This is the 16th Amendment. The Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without a port. Is that apportionment? Mm-hmm. Portionment among the several states and without regard to any census or enumeration. They literally just took your freedom away from you. It's a, They can do anything well, that, they want to. That do. first part takes away the uh, the way this tax structure is in the previous portions of the document, which was based on, a, on the census, the states have to pay the bill of the federal government that it is that is constitutional and lawful, 
by how many people are in their state based on the census. That's what it was before the 16th. In other words, you didn't pay taxes to the national government. And what were You they chose how to pay your state, and your state paid the national. And that gives them the power to say, uh-uh, you can't bill us for that. That's You don't have power over that. Just cross, subtract, move on. Yeah, it'd be busting down. Here's the bill, yeah? Well, I want an itemized bill, and uh, this is what we're not covering. And see, you can't do that, but they can. And why in God's name would this But we state... repeal the 17th first because that gives the senators back to the states. That gives power back to the states, which will make getting rid of the 16th easier. Amendment easier because we have to pass a constitutional amendment to do so, either in the national government or through an Article 5 state convention. But we're nowhere near ready for an Article 5 state convention. We've gone too far. So it's beyond nothing in the Constitution itself can fix the Constitution. I just don't understand how, because tell them how the amendment process works. The states have to ratify this. They have to agree to it. Well, the, the, it, there's two ways. The states have to agree to it before the 17th Amendment. You're confused. Who ratifies treaties? The Senate. Well, two-thirds vote, right? Yes. Okay. What's the required to have an Article 5 state convention? Three-fourths of the states. Two-thirds of the states to call for it, three-fourths to, to approve of it either way. Now, if it starts with the national government, it goes two-thirds national government, three-fourths of states. That Now, this is going to start. Well, how, they would never make a clause that would allow the government to change their constitution with just willy-nilly. Well, first of all, two-thirds of a vote is not willy-nilly. Uh, second of all, remember, that's supposed to represent the states. Without the 17th Amendment, the state government tells those senators what they can and cannot vote for. You see? They have they have to listen to us through our state governments. They don't get to choose on their own. That's how it was set up. That's how they broke the system. They took that away and made us, oh, look what we're giving you. You get to vote for them. It's, it's democracy. Yeah, well, then, you know, the last thing our founding fathers wanted was democracy. You think democracy means voting. It does not. A democracy is a form of government, like a theocracy, like an oligarchy, like, and on and on it goes. Form of government. Right now, we can enforce the Constitution, and we can get rid of the IRS or shrink it to minuscule, certainly have no power anymore, uh, if we just enforce the fact that they're not allowed to have a progressive income tax. Equal protection of the law still applies to all law unless specific. And in the amendment of the 16th Amendment, should finish the last part, it does not suspend due process. It does not talk about progressive income taxes. It does not. Therefore, they don't have that power. Therefore, the current tax system is illegal. We don't have to do the the unfair tax that thing is a mess. And no, you don't give 20% of GDP or whatever percent of how much money you spend to your national government that you're trying to control. You don't do it through a balanced budget amendment, and you don't do it through an unfair tax, which is also progressive and unconstitutional. So why would we want to put that in place? But you do realize we don't want to guarantee a percentage of anything to that government because it is way outside its constitutional boundaries. And once he's back in it, you can run that government on a million bucks wait for it, understand the Constitution, 
We could go back to the Constitution like that through the power of the states. If we had enough states on board, we could make it happen. Strength in numbers. But it all starts with the very first person to go down to the school board and run for you know, run for school board and said, you know, I, I don't like what's going on in my school district. I'm take I'm gonna try and find other people to run with me and try and put this school back in, in some kind of sense where it has to do with education and not indoctrination. Uh, that's that's step one. Until you achieve that I mean you could vote here, vote vote for everybody. You're supposed to vote for everybody. But you focus your most of your energies on that one election, the local level. That's the one that hurts the most. But national level, do the best you can. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, pick the lesser of two evils because they, they're both evil. Third and fourth parties, bring them on. I don't care what it does to the, to the elections anymore. It uh, doesn't matter. The Republicans are progs. The Democrats are progs. Everybody's a prog up there except a handful of people. You are not going to undo that by electing people to the national government. It'll never happen. Never. Not in a million years. It's just impossible. I mean, nothing's impossible. Highly improbable. I mean, it would take an act of God to make that happen. Meanwhile, we got to get to work because we're God's little workers and school boards. Until that's done, don't worry about anything else. After that, go to your zoning board. and You should know by now why that's so important, Agenda 21, which they call sustainable development and zoning. So you need to take that office back. Very important. After you may have to, Most important local government will be the zoning board. They've got to do the most damage to everybody's liberty than anybody else. And then you go up from there. That's enough. Just those two offices take time. And I know you guys have been working too because I watched the local elections. Man, it was red everywhere. So I know you were working it except the big cities, you know, the pimples. They're blue. But you can't do any much about that. I mean, there's too many people. You'd need a lot of people to go door to door in those big cities. Although I hear... Uh, Chicago's getting uh, very small, so might be able to turn Chicago around. Maybe a bunch of conservatives should move to Chicago with this super low real estate and and build it up and build and take over and take over the politics and build it into a a based on free market principles. Build a government based on the Constitution, the rule of law, and free market principles. Would that be great? Trust me, the national government is going to pay attention to this faster than you think. Sadly, they they picked up on my plan way too fast. Somebody listens to conservative talk radio and kind of runs around on the left telling them what other people are doing, what their ideas are, trying to destroy them before they get started. You know, the 16th Amendment was enacted on February, and the 17th was in April of the same year. Right. Those were both Tom DeCommie amendments. Again, I don't understand why, reading this, any state legislature would agree to this. Propaganda. Tommy DeCommie was the best. His, his propagandist was absolutely the best. He, that's where the Nazis learned their propaganda from. They The way they did it for the 17th was simple. Government corruption. Your local government's corrupt. 
They're not listening to you. The desenters don't represent you. They they represent a corrupt state government. You should have the right to vote your own senators in. Sounds sounds great, don't it? Yeah, unless you study uh, governments, you wouldn't understand. No, that's horrible. Anyway, what was I saying? Something oh, about taxes, right? Yeah, <laughs> you were doing your whole spiel about taxes and taking back the local governments. Well, yeah. And the, well, the 17th, it should be our focus. No, it's not. It should be because right now we don't have to do anything to the 16th except enforce. Look, call Cruz. Call, even if they're not your senators and representatives, call those Tea Party guys up and tell them what I'm saying to you. I could call them and tell them this, but, uh, you know, they don't know me anymore than they know you, I'm sure. Uh, and it's important that he hears from, uh, they hear from as many people as possible. Let them know this is how we feel. This is what's going on. This is how we feel about it. We want this fixed. We want the rule of law. And that states that that has to be equal protection under law in all law, and that includes tax law. And therefore, there can only be a flat tax, and I want this enforced. I want the IRS to be dismantled and sh- shrunk down and a flat tax initiated. Or better yet, uh, as you're dragging them down, build up the treasury to do the job they were supposed to do in the first place. Which would be dealing, which is dealing, taking in money, dealing with paying off uh, loans, and also taking in credit. We're going to say these two plans over and over and over again until it actually happens. Because you know what? The left keeps saying things over and over and over again because they think that once they do that, it actually occurs. But it's, it's false because it doesn't. Well, it worked for them for a very long time, actually. It's just a lot of us have woken up to the rhetoric. You can tell. MSLSD, I rest my point. I mean, how... They're the bottom of the bottom in ratings. They're not even close. I mean, I, does anybody watch it? Maybe, I don't know, uh, raccoons at night or something? <laughs> and, and Rachel Madcow having a transformation on air, by the way, into what looks like a 1950s boy. You know, I'm sorry. It's just dysfunctional nonsense. I mean, I don't care. It wants to look like that. Great. People want to look at her like that. Great. Doesn't seem like a whole lot of people do. She's very intelligent. Is another example of very intelligent people not being wise enough to understand truth over falsehood. She's intelligent, but all she tries to do is spin falsehood into truth. She never tells the truth. She just spins all day long. She tries to use her intellect to shut up her opponents. She can out-debate and out-think them, but but her principles are wrong. It, the only way she could win an argument if if we accept the notion that her principles are of value to begin with. Collectivism is not anything of value. You really want to walk around going, oh, it's good for the many. Forget me, I'm just the few or the one. Sound familiar? A lot of commie, a lot of commie messages in Star Trek, by the way. Uh, Roddenberry was a global socialist he wanted a new world order he just like he envisioned the world turning into star trek the problem was he could never find the vulcans see the left have been running around looking for the vulcans forever they can't find them so now they're using illegal aliens from central america to try and uh, pull your heartstrings oh don't you feel bad the poor immigrants. no the poor immigrants. no don't you want to give them your house no your car no your kids no no 
Just say no to everything, ladies and gentlemen. Say no. And especially the jackbooted thugs like the IRS. This government is so far away from... It's unbelievable. there's There's nothing constitutional left up there. Nothing. It took me a while to figure out the 16th Amendment. This is actually a new revelation that came over about six months to a year. That that was actually unconstitutional because the two, I, I didn't put it together until one day I just went, wait a minute, they can't do that, but they are. It's not legal, but they're doing it. The criminals, the big criminals, the ones that that have the most impact on our country, criminals are in Washington D.C. They are criminals, and <laughs> unless. And don't bring it, you know, I'm sorry. I like Ted Cruz a lot. I would like to see him as president, sort of, one day. Not now. He's too young. Just started, and he's all full of himself. Let's not do a white Obama, Obama, all right? He's not running. I mean, we know a lot better than Cruz. Yes, he is running. Uh, Yes, he did say he was running. But he's not, that's the one that's not a natural born citizen. Yes, that's right. He's not. He's not the one. He's one of a handful of Tea Party yeah, candidates Rubio are. isn't either. Ru- neither is Mia Love, unfortunately. And Bobby neither Jin- is Bobby Jindal. Jindal. I'm not sure I care about Bobby Jindal. He's good. For, he's like he's look. He was like the the mayor of, of the mayor of New York City, uh, Giuliani. Country's mayor? No, he's not. He would not have been a good mayor in uh, let's say Butte, Montana, <laughs> because well, we don't have a great mayor anyway, but wouldn't be that different. But he would be. And he, Giuliani was good for New York City. I worked under Giuliani in New York City, and he pissed a lot of my fellow emergency medical people off. He he didn't beat me because I understood what he was trying to do, and he it was working. I I worked in the I worked in Harlem at the time. I saw Harlem turning around, uh, 110th Street, the main left right thoroughfare above the park. There there were no businesses from there north. Nothing. It was just ghetto. All of a sudden, there are there are sidewalk businesses, regular businesses on one ten in Harlem, right off the north. I was like, wow! And it moved into Harlem more. Harlem, of course, being the best of all the ghettos in New York City, and the best place to start something like this because there's a lot of good people there. There's a lot of people there that do have a job. They they live probably I would say probably sixty seventy percent of the people don't. They live on welfare, uh, but there's still there's a different feel. It's not so degraded as the outer boroughs were where it was just depravity non-stop they were so they built up businesses they they got to open their own businesses and get off welfare how good is that he was great for new york city he got rid of the crime by cracking down on the small stuff because i always said you know if he god's in the details enforce the law from the smallest law up and you will have a society that gets along unless you arm them then it doesn't matter. People will start being polite sooner or later because they're going to want to be shot. You know, they'll open their mouth a little bit when they think you're going to pop them one in the nose, but when they think you're going to shoot them with a three fifty seven Magnum, they curb their tongue. Anyway, where was I in this thing? The IRS. Blah, blah, blah. What? You want me to move on? What time <laughs> is it? Oh, my God. When are we? Wow. Really? I've got five minutes? Ten. No. Ten. Eight. 
Oh, yours is different than my clock. I tell you, never look over I, there. No, I don't look. I, I don't look at the timer. I'm sorry. Do, do not look at your clock. It's your board. I try to leave it alone. <laughs> I don't want to have any more aneurysms while you're working. Because she can sometimes frustrate me beyond belief with the things she does with electronics, <laughs> they especially hate computers. They hate I'm like, me. really, stop hitting the wrong keys. Why is it doing it? Because you're hitting. You're trying to type, and you don't know how to type. You go to hit the shift key. You hit the function key. You hit another key. Bing! There goes something. Well, you know, control and function, and and the super key and alt are three, but four buttons you never want to make in combination with any other button unless on purpose, because they do things. They call forth actions, macros, the subdivision. Uh, oh, you know what? The subdivision. Sub- <laughs> real real estate still on my mind. This this <clears throat> ability for them to give you all these penalties. Where the hell did this even come from? <laughs> Complicated tax law. I know. All it's of un- which I just un- pointed out is unconstitutional. Guess who doesn't want this to be true? <laughs> <clears throat> Accountants all over the country. I'm talking from the top down. The biggest the biggest push against what I'm trying to say comes from those people. They're the ones that get paid all the money to know all the tax codes to save their client as much money as they can get. And there's no way they're going to be able to do it themselves, so they pay them uh, unholy amounts of money. They do not want a flat tax because, well, any idiot can fill out a flat tax. I mean, even a retarded person, uh, mentally challenged, whatever you want to call I, I don't use retarded as, as a pejorative. I know a lot of people did. I, I never have. It's meant slow. So why'd you call them slow? Because everybody called them retarded. Which, as soon as I learned how to set the timing on a car, I knew what they meant. Slow. It's not derogatory. It's actually truth and labeling. They're slow. But now, because people call them names and beat them and call them retards and used it. And so, so we lose the word because some people abuse it. I'm getting sick and tired of my words turning into something I can't say because some idiots have abused them in the past. I have free speech. It's my language. I'll use it any way I want. Anywhere I want. And I also know that the Constitution doesn't apply to me on Twitter or Facebook. I have user agreements with the people who own that they're in charge they make the rules and if i play there i play by their rules or i suffer the consequences i've been waiting for the consequences i am amazed i have not been my my accounts have not been stripped i even have backup backup accounts uh the stuff that comes out of my mouth i know libs think is hate speech and i know after listening to that other story that yeah the facebook people think it's hate speech too you're not allowed to say the word crap. Did you know? We that? just found that out tonight. It's amazing. I hear people say crap on on the airwaves, on the AM and FM airwaves, talk show radio hosts. I've heard worse than crap come out of their mouth. Uh, Everyone's saying dumbass now. Everybody's. Why do you think everybody listens to my show? It should, if it, it has to be listening to your show. could be a caller that called their show that called in to tell them, and they kind of picked it up from the caller and took it no, to their own. No, it's too much. Because I told my callers to do that. Doofus, not Mike, um, Michael uh, Savage is saying doofus all the time. I bet they're not brave enough to say doofus I. Plural for doofus. <laughs> not, I don't like doofuses. It's inelegant. It's doofus I. See, that's, that's an elegant word. 
You know, this flat tax thing is is starting to uh, catch on. I know. I'm hearing more and more people Steve say it. Thank Forbes, God. Steve I don't... Forbes is actually having an organization pushing for it. Yes, not the unfair tax. No, flat tax. the flat tax. David Webb. He. But he... see, they still haven't gotten to what my understanding of the Constitution, which isn't hard to do if you just listen to the PatriotsPub.us. Damn it. Patriots Pub, they listen to it while you're flying in your jets or driving in your cars or somebody's pontificating on the floor that talking cesspool nonsense that you didn't want to listen to. Uh, you know, put in the MP3 player and listen to the Patriots Pub and listen to the actual debates over the Constitution day by day and the votes and what they say it means and not what a bunch of people surmise it needs based on textualization of the words. Now, there wasn't a reason for there to be textualists. There had to be textualists, judges, until Madison's notes were released. Nobody knew what happened, what was said See, in sorry, the Constitutional that, Convention. That, that and them getting rid of property in the Constitution, in the, um, what do you call it, Declaration, those were two things that they shouldn't have done. He should have released his notes because it started us down this path. It wasn't his idea. The notion was voted on by everybody. They wanted nobody to know what was said in that room at the convention because they wanted no one to suffer or even worse, not be free to say something because they're afraid and discuss it and debate it because they're afraid other people are going to hear about it and it's going to ruin their reputation. Yeah, but this is what we got because you of what you just said, that the judges were interpreting the Constitution right. without knowing about However, it. However, that's only... That's only acceptable until Madison's notes were released. At that point, every jurist, every attorney in the country had a copy of it. Why? Do, did we allow them to keep going on like, like there wasn't something that already existed to tell them what the Constitution means? Like, whoa, 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 18-something or other. That's when that came out. After that, nobody that goes, I'm going to just decide to be a textualist. No, that's unlawful. The only correct, and I don't give a crap what the bar says. Uh, the, <laughs> I lost my train of thought again. We're talking about uh, Madison's notes. Well, actually, we're talking about them not what, following, following Madison. It or it like, be well, look, every, every, everybody can access Madison's notes. You don't have to buy the book. It's not even worth buying. It's free online. I I encourage you to use the Avalon Project. Just just do a search Avalon Project, Madison's notes, well, and bam! I guarantee you, it'll pop up. And just go to Avalon. I know it's Yale. Don't worry. I vetted the place. I spent four years there. Uh, I still have not gone through all their archives of documents. It's amazing. And I have no time anymore, it seems. So what you're saying is that once that was released, then... Then they must go to originalist. What was the original intent of the people who wrote the Constitution? At that time, bam, there's no question to what they meant about the Constitution. They debated it. They decided upon it. They voted upon it. Then they sent it to the people to be voted upon, and it was ratified, and there we go. And by the way, don't waste your time on the Federalist Papers because uh, you'd be better off reading the Anti-Federalist Papers. Most of the Federalist Papers was written by uh, Alexander Hamilton, and he's evil. And all I can say is you won't learn the Constitution through the Federalist Papers. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from com. I'm with my wife, Susan. 
Say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.